stories If you like tasty beers Open up your mouth holes And open up your ears For... Lighter shut up this week. Yeah, it was because it was one like shut up, laughing, yeah. and then a point. It was a we ha, were talking ha, ha. about killing people. Yeah. I'd, I'd simply had enough of all of this laughing, <laughs> and I said, "And this fun, and we need to stop having yep, fun." So I just said, "All right, shut up." <laughs> yeah. So all right, we, kids, shut up. Because we had Mexican food, and we already have Mexican food burps. Mexican, not burps. even beer burps, just Mexican food burps. Not even a sip of Which beer. Led us down a path of of taco sauces yeah and murdering people over taco sauce right because As you do right because god forbid you make your taco sauce in anywhere but new york city el paso <laughs> or wherever the fuck yeah it was old el paso yeah i think that was the spot. I, yeah you know what's, i couldn't even tell you what sauce that is an ad for i think it i think it was a paste picante sauce i don't know was it paste like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I you guys, hey, the nineties were a long time ago. <laughs> Do you want us to talk about your taco sauce sponsor? <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh, so Ortega, if you would like to have all the information regarding your taco sauce incorrectly uh, conveyed to our listeners, <laughs> oh no, if you pay us, we'll correctly convey it. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to use alternative facts to correct no, to convey that God. shit. You're welcome. This taco sauce cures cancer. It cures cancer. Saves lives. That's right. And it regrows hair. It could hair. be Ortega and or Pace. We don't know. Whoever's check is bigger, that's where the are going to go it's with. also delicious. And it's also and it good. Gives you Mexican food burps. Did you burp as you were saying Mexican food burp? Because that's hilarious. Uh, right into the microphone. Yeah. Uh, hi, guys. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, talking about burping into microphones, this is the Booze and Brews podcast. Ooh, the podcast where we tell each other ghosty stories and drink delicious beer. Well, all beer. Again, I say delicious beer, and I'm I like, know. this could be fucking terrible. I think this week Correct. is good. No, the this beers week will and the be glasses, delicious. they both look They're like good offerings. Night. Yes. Uh, we've already established that Melly's beer, Melly's going second, Yuck. but Melly's beer is like 11%. Melly's beer, we're going to hold off until it's so, her story. So by the end of Melly's story, it's going to be rare form Vanessa, who's <laughs> just doing weird, slightly offensive accents. It's fine. Talking over people. See, I You're don't even welcome. need to be drunk for offensive of accent so yeah you just you just lean right into that's the magic i bring to this particular (laughs) show Uh, so yeah this week um oh i'm vanessa oh hi i'm melissa i suppose i should introduce myself yeah and that's engineer bob hello i pointed to him like like, she really wants us to have a video podcast (laughs) (laughs) apparently i think i'm already being filmed she looked at me and pointed at bob as if i needed to know who engineer bob was vanessa is that who that motherfucker is showed up engineer bob showed up in his engineering wouldn't it be funny if this whole time engineer bob was like a figment of my imagination it's like a fight Ooh. club sort of a thing <laughs> where i've just been yelling at myself for seven episodes <laughs> or six cents and bob's a ghost oh, oh. are you a ghost I'm a ghost. Oh, no. I do like that that's our go-to ghost voice. We do it every episode. And <laughs> I'm a ghost. I like to think it's 100% authentic. Oh, yeah. When I'm a ghost, which I will one day be a ghost, yeah. that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to sneak up on people and go, boo. <laughs> that's good. And then, What are you drinking? Yeah. I'm going to be like, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. We're going to haunt people in bars while they're drinking. And we're going to come up from behind <laughs> Motherfucker, what are you drinking? 
I'm a ghost. <laughs> Be like, why did you order a fucking Budweiser? Yeah. <laughs> that stuff tastes like shit. Don't you see they have Lagunitas on tap? <laughs> Lagunitas. <laughs> Lagunitas. No, yeah, we will be educational ghosts to yeah. steer you in the right direction yeah, with the right beers ghosts. to drink. Yeah, totally. Not friendly ghosts, helpful ghosts. Helpful. I'm not going to be nice about it. No. I was not nice in life. I'm not going to be nice no. as a ghost. Nope. You might have a ghost tell you to go fuck off. Yeah, that will be me. If a ghost sneaks up on you, tells you to fuck off, it's, uh, it's probably me. And criticizes yes. your beer selection. It, yes, if a ghost <laughs> yells at you for absolutely no reason, it's probably Vanessa. Yeah. Vanessa the ghost. Ooh. With a theme song. <laughs> With a theme song. <laughs> uh, so this week, we we have new ghost stories. And this week, we decided to go with Haunted Prisons. Yes. Did we decide that? I don't feel like we decided that on we air. We did not decide okay. it on air. I forget. We were but like... By the, the f- end of episodes, I've had beers and things. Facts get blurry. I mean, look, at <laughs> least we agreed. We spoke about it because we both came with prison stories. So clearly a conversation yes. was had, but I do not believe it was on the old poop cast. Okay. So. Yeah. All right. So this week, Haunted Prisons. Haunted Prisons. Um, Which is, again, like when we talked about the castles, definitely a two-parter. <laughs> yes. Right, guys? I've, again, not had any beer yet. You tried. Just Mexican And it was adorable, too. She tried to, like, lean away from the microphone, and then you could see the thought process being like, no, I'm just going to do this into the microphone. Yeah, I was told by... You're welcome, uh, America. By fans, because apparently we have fans now. Like, who are my friends and family. (laughs) Mine, too. (laughs) Hi, guys. Uh, I was told by fans, like, just lean into the burps. Just the people don't mind them. So if you mind them... You're gonna go fuck yourself. Uh, and you know what? Maybe you should to Vanessa at Yeah, that's right. Jerks. Um, but yeah, so again, like with the um with the castles, this is definitely, I feel like, a multi parter. Like I feel like there could be another prison episode in the future. So uh, I just sipped my beer. It's good. It's nutty. I liked it. It's, it's nutty. Oh. It's nutty. It tastes like nuts. Mm, some deep roasted some, nuts. Some delicious nuts. Yeah, it's, it's very, very roasted. Yeah. Very nutty. Yeah. Ooh. It's good. It's very yeah, roasted. Yeah, it's a dark, toasty. it's a darky, it's a dark, dark. The problem beer. is I could also pound this. Yeah. D- I mean, it's seven I mean, and a half. So, so you maybe, more maybe than, not so much I mean, pounding. I wouldn't pound it and then pound Melly's because <laughs> we, we the, need the you show to keep your wits about us. <laughs> you have to engineer this shit. You have to hit stop when we're all done because yeah. I don't know what we're doing and I will just start hitting buttons and then I will have probably pounded my drink and then your computer will be in the street. Yeah, That's exactly. where this we ends just, up. Your computer's just covered in beer. It's just sticky. You're like, we need to just stop, stop recording. Stop recording. <laughs> beer. Um, yeah, so we decided on haunted prisons and then I, from go, said, I yep. I know what I want to do. So I didn't look into any other haunted prisons. I said, I, and I'm going first, so I'm just going to say it. I picked Alcatraz because Alcatraz is supposed to be crazy haunted. It's local. I've never actually, kind of local, California local. I've never actually been, but I've always wanted to go because I've heard ghost stories about yeah. it. So it's just like, boom, I picked that prison. I've so seen if, it. From so if you're- I have been. Oh, maybe you'll have mm. some peppering of stories. No, there really wasn't. I had like the damn walking it. tour thing and I didn't oh, see anything freaky. Damn it. Lame. <sighs> Once again, Bob, you bring nothing to this podcast. You're not no, going to get an talking. argument here. Stop talking. Shut up. Shut up. You bring nothing shut to up, this. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Free beer then. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We do buy Bob That's, beer yeah. every week. This is how we pay him actually yeah. for his services. We just give him beer. <laughs> it's a good exchange, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm so coming out I, ahead. <laughs> Literally, big foamy head. Mm. Um, well, that was I didn't a pun no, quality. No. <laughs> oh. That's right, guys. That's right, we guys. We have not quite now started drinking it. Now we see who's it. the talent at this table. 
um, it's definitely not me. I'm yeah, gonna so, sit here and drink. So I didn't do any, I didn't do any other prison research other than my prison. But Melly was like, there is a bunch of good shit out there about prisons. We yep. definitely got to do part two of this. Yep. So I was like, cool. I did nothing except what I said I was going to do. <laughs> I, don't I did give the two, bare minimum and nothing more. I don't give any fucks about any of your other prisons. Suck it. Agreed. Guys, she agreed. It's going to be a lot of burping this episode. I can already feel it. I now kind of, I almost feel sorry for making tacos, but then I don't feel sorry. I don't know why. And it was, they were delicious tacos. Uh, I was very happy about the tacos. Uh, Yeah, they've just like hit my tummy in a weird burpy way. (laughs) And then it's going to be a nutty fajita-y. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I'm putting like a a strong nutty uh, stout beer on top Mm. of it. So that can only go well. So you know what? Let's get this party started all right let's go all right i'm first this week getting pumped for my story okay so as we establish as we establish yes on the podcast there are two things that i think make for good haunting and those two things are dead children dead children (laughs) and torture Uh, uh no dead children and Native American burial site. Oh, yeah. Those are sort of the two things that I'm just like, they've just got ghostiness baked right in. Because I think child ghosts are the scariest ghosts. And I think Native American cemeteries are the scariest cemeteries, apparently. Um, So this one, as to prison, I don't have any dead children. This week, I brought no dead children to the table, which is unusual. I'm just going to like... branching out in a new territory. No, we really are. Because my my story also doesn't involve dead children. I know. I thought maybe there was going to be some sort of like, it was a pediatric hospital turned into a prison. Like maybe there was something. No. Haunted prisons, no children. Nope, I'm not. Like a children's prison. That's (laughs) Haunted children's prison. Haunted juvie ward. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Like haunted scared straights. (laughs) (laughs) um so i'm doing um alcatraz which no dead children however a little bit of background alcatraz is an island off the coast of san diego of san francisco Francisco. (laughs) a little bit north i've had one sip of beer no reason for that it's off the coast of san francisco it's very close to the coastline Mm -hmm. like you can see it very clearly from shore it's not far away or anything um and before all the white man came in and took their land, there was a large um, Native American tribe that lived up sort of where San Francisco and the Bay Area is now. And what they used to do back in the day is they used to use Alcatraz apparently as their own sort of prison thing. So they would, if like... If like someone committed a crime within the tribe or like someone did like something bad or they, they needed to be like exiled, they would fucking like put them on little boats, row them over to Alcatraz and leave them there because there's no fresh water over there and there's not, it's all like rocky soil so you can't really cultivate or grow crops mm-hmm. and they would just sort of like let people slowly die over there and then yeah, they and the would, San Francisco Bay is also incredibly cold. Yes. You so, can't swim back. Yeah, that's part of the reason why Alcatraz became such a great prison is because they were like, it's obviously fortified they keep the prisoners within walls and stuff but it's a little bit like if you tried to swim to shore only one person successfully like escaped air quotes Alcatraz by swimming to shore and they found him on the other side of the shore like fucking passed out and shivering and like almost dead of exhaustion it's incredibly it's like the tide the the, like churning waters are really Mm -hmm. hard and it's freezing freezing um so that's uh 
So that's what the, that's how the Native Americans used to keep their like undesirables on Alcatraz because they couldn't just swim back over. They just let them die slowly. Yeah. So they found like uh, historians have gone back through and found graves, but they're all very like unceremoniously like buried and dumped Indian graves. So this was like this was like the like garbage people of the Native American people. (laughs) Like that's where they used to send them to Alcatraz. So Alcatraz, even before we as America took it over and made it into, it was a military fortress and then it was a prison. It's like, it's like the original Australia. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. And apparently the Prisoners of Sioux Nation (laughs) or possums. Doesn't sound as good as possums. Not as good. Um, And apparently the Native Americans used to send their criminals over there because the, the, like I said, the, ground was all like rocky and they couldn't grow anything in the soil so they thought it was cursed they thought it was like oh. a cursed like negative they were like we don't want any fucking part to do with that island so if you fuck up we're gonna send you over there and you're gonna die like because there's luck. nothing to eat or drink and then we're just gonna dump you in a like sort of mass grave every couple months we'll just show up we'll clean house we'll, exactly we'll just show up we'll put all the dead bodies together we'll like get our shovel yeah. get a job big was shovel. that like, I don't know I'm the guy that goes out on the raft and then I look for all the dead feral Kinda like Native Okigahara, Americans where you've got all the volunteers yeah. that Maybe. come in see I always went the other way I went it's like Native Americans scared straight they're like the people <laughs> who are about to be shipped over there to die they're like no go take a picky, peek at your fucking future that's right and then straighten the fuck up also, like, please take the pelts back. This, this yeah, is a huge shuttle. misunderstanding. I'm so sorry. I will rescalp those people. I will just sew that shit right back on. I will do it better next Mulligan, time. Mulligan, guys. Mulligan. <laughs> um, yeah, so then, and then, so it was the Native Americans used it sort of as their own version of a prison because they thought it was crazy, like, haunted and cursed. And then in the 1750s, the Spanish came over and they were sort of colonizing um that part of America and they were converting all the native savages to Christianity and they used to round up all the Indians who would not be converted to Christianity and ship them out to fucking Alcatraz to die so then like the Spanish are killing a bunch of uh, other Native Americans just because they wouldn't conform to their religion Um, you're getting you're getting a good start to your Christianity. a bunch of good like dead people baked right in you know Mm -hmm. like this is just marinated in like centuries of angry dead people yeah. there's like pissed off ass Indians out yeah, there exactly. oh, that's awesome. yeah exactly yeah so then in 1947 um, the US military uh, took over the took over the island and turned and built a fortress and they built a lighthouse on the island now sort was of it a fortress sh- of solitude it was kind of right because <laughs> it's out in the, on an island was um Yes. Was the floating head of Marlon Brando out there? Yeah, it was definitely. Okay. Yeah, in, uh, Salel in, will be the superest Native American. Calal will be the superest. In solitude of 1847, Marlon Brando's floating head <laughs> <laughs> was there. Sorry. Um, yeah, so they built a fortress and a lighthouse to help guide ships into the San Francisco Bay. And it was actually the first lighthouse on the Pacific Coast. Oh, um, good job, you guys. I, know. I was like, hey, first one. Chalk, so, just chalk a block. Of angry Native Americans. Yeah, exactly. And they were like, we'll build a light, a house full of light on top of it. We'll keep it lit for you, pale face. So then in the in the 1850s, it housed like military convicts. So if you got in trouble with the military, that's where they would send you. In the 1860s, during the, um, the Civil War, uh, all of the fighting that happened sort of on the West Coast, uh, anytime Confederates would lose, they would ship all of them to Alcatraz. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, and so then, much death. Yeah, and then in the Death n- Island in the eighteen like seventies and eighties, um, Native Americans tried to take the land back. They sort of said like, no, 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 like this is our land, and we were supposed to be here. And uh, the military who populated the coast of California at that time said, cool, you can just fucking sit out there till you die. 
And then they all died. And then the military moved back in. God. Wow. He's a, a really lot of nice. dead Indians. A lot of, almost makes up for the lack of dead children because there's so many dead <laughs> exactly. Indians. The scales really tipped in one in one direction in yeah. the story. So then by the end, then like during the Spanish-American War, uh, that's when they started putting all the like Spanish prisoners there. And at that point, the prison had used to hold like, oh, like 100 people. And then during the Spanish-American War, they started putting like four or 500 people there. So there's actually a built structure there. Yeah, so there's point. a military fortress got and it, a military it. prison. So they started to use it for like prisoners of war kind right. of a thing. But it was so it was designed to hold 100 people. And then suddenly there were 500 people. So what they would do as they would just chain all the prisoners together, like foot to foot. And then they would chain the last guy like to a wall and then just be like, cool. Now you can all share a room. Nailed oh, it. God. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah. But you know, it's better than the whole like, you know, mouth to ass. Yeah, thing. exactly. I will rather it was take no, It wasn't a human centipede Not situation. Human centipede. Okay. You know what? I'll take it. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to take it at this point. Strange we could have been experiments. Yeah, we could have been conducted on the prisoners of Alcatraz. Well, men's it, lips were sewed to the buttockses <laughs> of other men's buttockses. They said, hey, Confederates, eat shit. Literally. Literally. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, I can't believe the way we're treated here. And the thing about um, Alcatraz is it's so it's all there. It's a stone structure. All the structures they built on the island are stone because it's an island. It gets a bunch of sea spray. It's exposed to the elements. So wood like breaks down very quickly there. Um, And there's no wood on the island because it doesn't really promote growth of anything. Um, So everything is made of rock and it's super windy and it's super fucking cold. Northern California is fucking cold. cold. So they would just take like, you know, a hundred people, put them all in one fucking like basement. Like, like room chain them together and then just let them like shiver to death um that's that's just shake nice. themselves yeah. apart in the exactly. basement that's how Holy they break that's how break the, the chains be yeah. like okay just you guys shiver we're just gonna all shiver the from the shivering exactly you're just gonna snap the chains they're gonna break loose and then they're gonna and then die go, and then and go where nowhere because you can't yeah. swim to shore but do you want to die in the basement or do you want to die outside or do you want to die in the water I where do you want to die in the die water with the sun on my face yes yeah, like uh, like the stain woman from Ohio oh, yeah. University. Yeah. I'm just gonna be naked in the sun. That's how I'm gonna die yeah. naked in the sun. Um, so then, it after the Spanish American War, it sort of fell into disuse. They like, didn't have a huge use for it. But then there was a huge uptick in crime in the 1920s and 30s uh, because of prohibition and like the rise of like mobsters and all that sort of shit. Gotcha. So then, um, J. Edgar Hoover, who had started the FBI at that point, said, "We need one like sort of national, like highest. No one can escape from it. This takes the worst of the worst, sort of a thing." And they chose Alcatraz. So that's how it was conceived and then they uh like refurbed all the buildings and stuff so that it could hold um prisoners in a modern day way so it took them until 1933 for them to complete it to where they could finally have prisoners there um and they it at the time was completely state-of-the-art and it was just like the walls were 10 feet thick and there were huge gun towers and there was like barbed wire everywhere there was like electric locks on all the doors every door had a lock every hallway had a lock like it was really the first sort of modern what we think of as a maximum security prison locks on locks on locks yes exactly and um all the way down and they yes locks all the way down <laughs> That's gonna happen. Just a locks lot. all the this way down. We still. It's my favorite thing. Um, I apologize. No, it's fine. So, so they they sourced 
prison officials and like prison guards and all that from all over the U.S. Like whoever was the best prison guard got to come move to Alcatraz, live on Alcatraz. They built like houses for the families and stuff to live there. Um, and then they also took just the worst of the worst criminals and put them on Alcatraz. I feel like this is a reality television show. Oh, it would. I mean, nowadays, you know I mean? 100% would be. Like, Lifetime would publish the, the shit out of this. Yeah. Like, think about it. Oh, we're going to have the best of the best like prison wardens and we're going to put them together and we're going to decide who's the best and then it's the same like, thing it's for like the American Gladiators the yeah. prison edition yeah we're going to make them do physical challenges yeah <laughs> we're going to yeah. shoot tennis balls at them <laughs> and see if they can dodge it we're going to have them we're going to put the prisoners into floaty balls yeah. if the floaty balls are punctured they die in the bay <laughs> we're going to make them hit each other with giant Q-tips <laughs> Yes. For a pleasure. I would totally watch that show. Um, but they yeah. all have like superhero like stuff that like the Birdman of Alcatraz and he's sitting in there with all the birds on him. Yeah. Well, and he gets hit with a Q-tip. Yeah. Oh, birds fly away. He loses. <laughs> my birds. <laughs> um, so they, that was my, I did a weird hand gesture. Tearfully thing. reaching oh, up to the birds, birds to the sky. as they my fly bird. away. The birds didn't know he was such a pussy. Look at this guy. Uh, funny story. <laughs> he got hit story. with a Q-dip and quit. The Birdman of Alcatraz, which I did research on because I was like, that's fucking amazing. Who's the Birdman of Alcatraz? Yeah. He, his story, not that interesting. No. He just really fucking liked birds. <laughs> like, he didn't do anything cool. He didn't like, wasn't especially heinous criminal. He just really liked birds. And just he was super like, passionate he was about just a re- he, and like, he not used bit by a radioactive yeah. bird. He used his time on Alcatraz to like study the birds of Alcatraz. He wasn't allowed to keep birds in his cell. In previous prisons, he'd been allowed to like, he had a window and birds were allowed to come in no windows in the cells in Alcatraz Mm -mm. so he couldn't have birds so he just wrote books about birds that to this day people still use in like ornithology what is the study bird studies ornithopters birdology Um, that's yeah birdology so he was a really like uh, well known birdologist who just was also a pimp and went to prison for it and then when he was in prison killed a prison guard and got sent to Alcatraz Alcatraz. for that and then they called him the birdman of Alcatraz he had no birds while he was there I really thought oh he tried to like he built wings and tried to fly to shore like I built this crazy story up in my head about what the birdman of Alcatraz was and then I read it and I was I was like this disappointing i thought you were gonna say he just got his cell he tried to fuck all the birds <laughs> <laughs> he just said that's a really sexy pelican come here sexy pelican. You, you, you were about to say sexy. fly but you said <laughs> and then you stopped and i was like he fucked the birds <laughs> like, oh no 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 he just tried to fly away man, okay. he studied yeah. the shit out of those birds he just studied them inside <laughs> and out man I bet he, he played around he diddled with their bird sex holes the kawakas the kawakas <laughs> oh god we had that the discussion chicken sex had, hole yeah chicken sex hole we had that discussion at boy Disneyland we've taken a day. turn oh, god <laughs> our podcast about beer and ghosts we're talking about chicken sex holes <laughs> you're welcome um okay Back to you. Back, <laughs> back to your track. story. Back on track. Uh, yeah, so Birdman of Alcatraz is not that interesting. You don't need to look him up. Um, so they got the worst of the worst. They got these terrible prisoners. Um, and they the point of Alcatraz was not to rehabilitate. Like they got the people who were just like, no, you're a fucking shitty human being, and we're gonna keep you here until we eventually like murder you. Um, so it was not it was not a like rehabilitation center. It was a hundred percent punishment. All they wanted to do was make these people miserable until they left. Or or, or, or like were put to death or they, whatever. Did they have executions there? Not on Alcatraz. Okay. They would like outsource them to other prisons who would then like, yeah. So people They're like- Hire consultants. Yeah. So murder like, consultants. So like <laughs> previous, yeah, exactly. I'm a freelance murderer. <laughs> that, that, one, that one really tickled you there, dear. <laughs> Melly likes murder Mur- consultants. I'm kind of like, 
okay, that's a fun job. <laughs> anyway. Put that on the list of fun jobs. Yeah. Fun yeah. jobs that Melly wants to do. <laughs> no, I don't. All right. Um, so they, uh, yeah. So they're, the cells are all the same. They're all four by eight. They're Super com- big. Uh, yeah, they're all built of like concrete and stone. The, none of the cells have windows that face outside. They're all interior cells. Um, and the cells have a bunk that like folds up. They have a like toilet sink combo thing and a chair. And that's it. That's all that's in the cell. And for a chunk of the time in Alcatraz, you weren't allowed like personal items even. So it was like that was really all you fucking did. Um, and when they first... Uh, opened Alcatraz the first warden of Alcatraz was this crazy like super strict guy who didn't think prisoners he thought prisoners deserved like basic rights like they deserved food they deserved shelter they deserved the ability to see a doctor and that was kind of it so he instituted what he called the silence policy which was that um they weren't allowed to speak or hum or whistle or sing. They basically weren't allowed to make any noise except for two minutes at the beginning of recreation hour every day and for an hour each day on the weekends. They weren't allowed to talk to each other. Yeah. So it was just dead fucking silent in this prison. don't like that. For years. And then those two minutes were just... (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) That would be my reaction. Just so much screaming. Absolutely maddening. Oh, jeez. And because they got the worst of the worst, the prisoners at Alcatraz are like, they are sociopaths. They are serial killers. They are people who probably had mental illness that later would have been like put into a, like somewhere for the criminally insane, but instead are just... It's the 20s and the 30s, so they're just fucking sent to Alcatraz. And they all live together in this giant stone fucking building where they can't even fucking talk to each other. Like, it's just, it's like psychological torture. Um, They also had way more guards than most prisons. Most prisons at that time had like one guard for every 20 inmates. Um, And Alcatraz had was a one to three ratio. And Alcatraz only had like 400 prisoners. so the guards knew everyone by name. Like, they knew everyone on their block. So, like, there was no sneaking around. There was no, like, I'm going to hide and, like, see if I can. No, like, they knew immediately. They did, like, 16 head counts a day. Um, it was supposed to be an escapable prison. Um, yeah, that didn't work out so well. So there were, when they built the prison, there were, like, four big main cell blocks. Um, cell block A was co- sort of never used as a cell block. Um, B and C were sort of for normal. And D was where they put the like worst of the worst, the people who went into solitary, which just meant you would be locked in your cell all day and you would have an hour of recreation time by yourself. Um, but you weren't allowed to talk to anyone else. I imagine and then their hour there of recreation were also, just jerking off. Yeah. And then there were also the... Um, the like punishment cells what yeah so there were four cells that they called the hole they were each of them was like called the hole and it was um just this basic size prison cell there was a straw mattress oh the prisoners when they were put into punishment would be naked so they were just naked in the nighttime they would give them a straw mattress to sleep on they would the guards would come in at dawn take the mattress away and they would just sit in this room where there's no furniture um there's no sunlight the, they put a door in front of the bars, like the door with the bars on it they put like a steel door in front of it so there's no light coming in from anywhere else and there's one single like very low wattage bulb that hangs in the middle 
Um, and then they were given, they were given like a slice of bread and a glass of water every day. And then every three days they would be given an actual meal. Um, and this was like, this was like the punishment version of solitary and people would be put in here for like 20 days on end. They would be put in here for a really long stretch of time. Um, however, so there were four of these cells and they were pretty like commonly used. They were sort of always someone there. There was one cell at the very back corner cell 14 D, um, which they called the Oriental. I don't know why. Because they were racist, racist in the 30s. Yeah. Um, but so like a it, famous hotel? I, the, I don't know. Oh. Or I don't know. But so they... I'm going with racism. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah. I don't know. All I have are racist jokes right now. So I'm going to stop and let you continue with your story. <laughs> so they... Uh, so it was called the Oriental. And they would... They would be put in there naked. They didn't get... Um, they didn't get a mattress or anything. They had the steel door pushed in front of the bar door. So it's, and they had no light. So it's complete pitch black. There's not even a toilet in this room. There's a hole in the ground that you can like do your business in, but it, the guards could flush that from the outside and they would like sometimes leave it for like days on end and just let it like fucking fill up and they would slide food in on a tray and again it was a slot like a like a hunk of bread and a glass of water every day and then every three days you would get a real meal and no one was allowed to be in this room for more than two or three days on on a stretch because it just made people crazy because it was just you're alone in a dark room with nothing. nothing you don't even have a sense of like time time passing or anything like that so they take all these crazy like criminally insane people and then put them in a fucking dark room for two days because that's that's gonna make them feel healthier yeah exactly a poo (laughs) hole that maybe gets overrun with poo and you can't even tell because it's dark Dark. it's pitch black dark you just foot right you're just like i stepped in the poo hole or like oh i I dropped my bread in the poo hole (laughs) How bad do you want that bread? If you're hungry, fish it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you're, yeah. Um, and, and the guards would, um, because this was the, like the 30s, so the guards would, if people would yell or they would like try and talk to each other through these cells or whatever, the guards would just go in and like beat the shit out of the prisoners. I've seen Shawshank, And you guys. they were in the yeah. back corner of this cell block and it's all fucking made of stone. So like the sounds of these people being beaten would just carry up and over through oh. the rest of the cell block. So it was very much like a deterrent uh, because these people were not here to be rehabilitated. They were just here to be punished. So they were like, cool, we're just going to beat the shit out of you. God like damn. broken bones, like crazy beat the shit out of these people. Um, so even worse than the solitary cells. Oh, good. It gets yeah, worse. Yeah. It's like, how <laughs> oh, good. It- wait, there's more. Um, <laughs> if under- you act now. Yeah. Underneath the prison, underneath cell block A, which cell block A was never actually used to hold prisoners, um, they had a series of dungeon rooms where uh which were not used very often um but they were underground so completely sealed off absolutely no light same thing naked you get a glass of water and a and a slice of bread every day um however with these you were giving a bucket to poop in which they would uh, which they would empty once every two weeks oh and from 6 a.m until 6 p.m you were chained to the wall with your arms spread wide and your feet barely touching the ground so you were literally just naked chained to a dungeon wall hanging there yeah and this is america in the 1930s and 40s like this is not like medieval castle times this is oh my god wait so how did you you use the poop bucket Uh, when it wasn't six to six so at nighttime you could poop in a bucket oh daytime you're just pooping on yourself yeah (laughs) 
I was like, just, did they put the? Did you? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't imagine. I was trying the, to understand the physics and engineering of this situation. I, he was trying to make it a game where he could whiz into yes, like the you're bucket. Trying to, you're trying to like poop into the bucket below you. I bet the guards didn't want to pick up poop. But no. then I also bet they like liked the idea of them pooping on them. I don't know. I don't know. They it were, seems like a weird place. <laughs> they were also they were only given showers once a week. So like and you're chained to a wall great. for twelve hours a day, shitting all over yourself, and once a week you're gonna have a shower. Yeah, that's the part of Alcatraz they never talk about in the history books. That place had some stank. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's a there's a funny story about so so Alcatraz is supposed to be incredibly haunted even at the time when it was a prison in the like the 30s and 40s and 50s um like prisoners who have stayed at Alcatraz which it's funny there's a couple people who serve time at Alcatraz that now work as tour guides at the like prison museum I was like that's fucking badass I would love to have you as a tour guide tell me all about what it was like to actually be in prison here exactly so when I was here shitting all over myself yeah exactly (laughs) um but so (laughs) But so it used to be haunted even way back then. Like the prisoners would complain about like the clanging of doors, like like guards would hear like a door open and shut and be like, what the fuck? All these doors are locked. And then they would run around the corner and the doors were all locked. Like no idea where their clanging is coming from. Or they would hear like people walking. Um, they would hear like footsteps <laughs> along. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just powering through You're it. Like just into the microphone powering through it they would hear like footsteps along the like upper catwalks which are all metals would be like clangy footsteps and be like there's fucking no one up there i don't know where that noise is coming from they would hear like screaming and moaning um they would hear because it used to be a military fortress so sometimes they would hear like cannon blasts or like like musket fire kind of noise and they'd be like what the fuck is that and then they'd like turn a corner and be like this used to be like a cannon turret um, and there's just cannon noises coming from it. So I kind of love that. The, so this is the, the pissed dead... off spirits of muskets and cannons. Yes, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> dead cannons. And, and I bet, and I bet, like I bet, uh, really angry Indians who probably like were doing some shenanigans with the cannons when it was a military thing, and then they still think they're doing it, even though now even the cannons are gone. Yep, it's like he's ghosting ghosts. That's what's happening. Yep. Um, they also they get like cold spots and stuff like that. They also say one of the really common things in Alcatraz is you'll start to like get a whiff of a smell that's like Poo-poo. what the fuck is that where is that coming from even to this day people will take tours and be like well oh, it smells like rotting flesh and death and like what is that nothing just mm. go stank it's just the stank of bucket yeah. poos past so the first uh there's a, a little story about the first warden the crazy warden who wouldn't let anyone speak to each other um he didn't believe in any sort of these ghost shenanigans so his guards would complain and he'd be like fucking like shape up or ship out i don't give a fuck about you goddamn ghosts you beat some more people into submission <laughs> um so he was he was giving a tour of some like i don't know famous i'm sure like political people or whatever giving them a tour of the facility and he was down in the dungeons giving a tour and they start to hear a woman like wailing and sobbing and they like the warden and the guests are just like oh my gosh what is that why there's a woman here we have to find her and they start to like try and find her and they like are like walking through the tunnels trying to find her and then they realize it's coming from inside a wall like this wailing is coming from inside a wall and the warden and everyone was just like is that like is this is is this haunted are there ghosts here and he was just like yeah i don't know what that is but it's not a ghost and just like moved right the fuck on he like (laughs) move along he like witnessed it himself was like i have no idea where this woman crying noise is coming from but it's not but it's not a ghost so hey here's cell block c just like (laughs) you know 
Um, which I'm just like, that's crazy. Do you have any female prisoners? No, nope. but it's not a ghost. Um, no. So some of the... Um, so like I said, Alcatraz sort of got the worst of the worst. So there were some famous people who went to Alcatraz, like the Birdman of Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. The I'm going to call him the seagull fucker of Alcatraz. No. Um, they're <laughs> also, a more accurate description. Yeah. yeah. They also had... Uh, Al Capone actually did a large chunk mm-hmm. of time um, in in Alcatraz. Now, is that where his, his syphilis took over? Syph- his syphilis yes. got bad when he yes. was in Alcatraz. So he was in Alcatraz for about five years, and he spent the last year of that. Um, in, there's, there's, there's a, a bug. bug. <laughs> um, he, Melly's batting at it like a cat. <laughs> or, or Melly's gone crazy from syphilis. I don't know, one or the other. Both. That's my fault. That's my fault. <laughs> Bob's like, my bad. I just really loved hookers in and, the early 2000s. And syphilis. <laughs> Learning a lot about my wife today. <laughs> you were just fucking all the, uh, all the Birdman of Alcatraz's prostitutes <laughs> and got the syphilis. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he... He said publicly, like, Alcatraz broke him. Like, he did time in other prisons. He did time before Alcatraz. He did time in other prisons after Alcatraz. Alcatraz is where he started to go crazy from. I saw the bug, too. I was like, there it is again. Now I'm batting at it like a crazy cat. Sorry. It was nice yesterday, so I had the window open. And, of course, they all came in. Um, So... So, yeah, so he spent the last year that he was in Alcatraz sort of in and out of the hospital because he was losing his mind. They say because of the, like, torturous treatment that he got at Alcatraz um, and also because he was literally dying of syphilis. He didn't die of syphilis until, like, 30 years later. Um, But he was starting to go crazy from syphilis. Um, So he spent a bunch of time in those solitary cells. He spent two 10-day stretches in the whole rooms, which were the rooms with just the one low wattage bulb. Mm -hmm. Two 10-day stretches at a time because he broke the silence rule. He tried to talk to other inmates because he was just like, this is what I do. I like organize people. I'm going to get some sort of... He was always able to sort of like get a little action going on the inside at other prisons. So he was like, well, I'm just going to fucking do it here. And the warden was like, nope, dark room for 10 days. And then he was like, okay, well, I'm just going to try. Nope, dark room for 10 days again. Wow. Like, um, and then he spent 19 days in the hole because he tried to bribe a guard to let him look at a newspaper because they weren't allowed to have any contact with the outside world. They weren't allowed letters at this point. Oh. They weren't allowed letters. They weren't allowed visitation. And they weren't allowed um, to even like like newspaper or radio report. They weren't allowed God. to know anything that was going on outside of the prison. Um, strangely enough, during this time when he was there, uh, the warden started letting people have personal items, and then he let some prisoners form a band. They formed a four-piece prison oh. band, <laughs> in which this is delightful to me. In which Al Capone played the banjo. I was going to say, did he play the banjo? Yeah, and and Machine Gun Kelly played the drums. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, with Machine Gun, are there any the recordings very, like, of? I don't know. I just imagine it's like that's where Johnny Cash got all of his material. Yeah. Uncle Al and the the Alcatraz 3. Just Al Capone playing on a banjo. Wow. Um, Wow. Yeah, which I find amazing. So so when Al Capone was in Alcatraz, he had several attempts made on his life he actually got stabbed a couple times and like had to spend time in the prison hospital for some of these attempts made on his life shocked they had one um and then towards the end like when he started to a little bit go crazy he would like refuse to leave his room and then and so he would just sit in his room and play the banjo or he would (laughs) yes just Al Capone sitting in his prison cell playing a banjo um or they would like eventually they'd be like You'll keep going. Your background music. So eventually they would. I like how you're doing the banjo song from the beginning of Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, oh no, I was doing Deliverance, but oh, that might be the same song. <laughs> that might be the same song. 
Um, so sometimes they would like pull him out of his cell and make him go take a shower and he would just like crouch in a ball in the shower. With and- his banjo? Yes. <laughs> yes. Because he wouldn't let go of the banjo. It was like a security thing for him because he was just blanket. getting the shit kicked out of him all the time. And he's like not... Teddy bear. And he's not a... He's not a bad guy. He's a guy who convinces other people to do shitty stuff. Like, he's not a murdery himself. He's no, like he's, a Charles Manson I convince other people yeah. to murder. Uh, he's he a was, naked, broken man yes, getting showered yes. with a banjo. He's, is really tickling yes. me and, right now. And it's like Al Capone. So he's got the big, like, fat, fat face, face and the fishy lips. And he's just, like, in a big ball of man fat going, plunk, 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 like, plunk, probably plunk, crying. Plunk, and imagine just, like, yes. tears yeah. running down his yeah. face but with the water But you can't tell because the, the water's yeah. on yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> Let the he's, shower wash away your tears, yeah. fat Al. He's just like he's <laughs> just like Sinead O'Connor. Nothing compares to you. Just like <laughs> on his little plunky banjo. <laughs> Poor Al Capone. Um, <laughs> so there was a, there was a big. Um, there's been multiple like prison escapes from Alcatraz, or multiple people have tried. Um, a lots of people have like gotten out and started to swim for shore and they like never made it to shore um like i said that one person did make it to shore and was immediately captured because it's just he was basically washed up almost dead Ugh. and then they were like cool back in your cell you go back to, back to the recuperative waters of alcatraz <laughs> um so there were two sort of big prison escapes uh that prison tried to escape one was in 1939 and it was from three guys named henry dufresne <laughs> named henry young doc barker and rufus mccain Roof. Oh, is he related to John McCain? I don't know. I mean, um, he is now related to John McCain. We'll just say yes. Yeah. So Doc <laughs> Arthur uh, Barker, he died during the escape. So just Rufus and Henry were like caught. Um, they got 22 months in solitary. Damn. So they had 22 months in those rooms with just the little light bulb. Um, and then so the, eventually they get out and then they go back to their like prison jobs because everyone had prison jobs. And, um, and Rufus was um sort of the mastermind of it they think um both of these men were in prison for murder um so they're both like murdery bad people um so henry henry was like working in like the machine shop or whatever and rufus worked in like the sewing things um so the day that they're like released sort of back into gen pop and they go back to their jobs henry is in the machine shop he just he's like working he does half a shift then for presumably no reason at all he gets his weird look in his eye he picks up a spoon he runs downstairs to the like sewing machine room where Rufus is, stabs him in the neck with a spoon, and then watches him bleed out and die for five hours. Because it's dull, you idiot. It would hurt more. Um, and he just fucking sat there and watched this motherfucker bleed out for five hours. And, and no, from a neck spoon. From neck spoon. But oh. then no guards, no nothing. Were I, like, yeah, oh, I don't this know guy's why. Bleeding. Maybe I think we because should. I think he was like on his work shift, so they were just like, well, we'll check on Rufus at the end of his shift. But like, well, Rufus, Rufus been not doing much <laughs> sewing, been doing a lot of bleeding, a lot of. Yeah. A lot of blood. You know what? We're gonna Where are those blouses, Rufus? Ooh. Yeah. You know Ooh. what? Red's fine. Red's a great color. <laughs> yeah. Rusty, rusty red brown yeah, is a fine. wonderful Whatever color. Whatever we're sewing right now is red now. It's red, red now. It's all red. Um, so so then they and like they immediately like take Henry and they put more whatever. He um so maybe like two days later. Um so a, a lot of this time when they were in solitary Rufus, the one who got neck spooned, mm-hmm. Rufus spent a lot of that time at in two, three day stretches in that room 14D, the room with absolutely no light and just the poop hole in the ground <laughs> because, because he was just mouthing off all the time or whatever. He was like being troublesome and the guards would be like, oh, this isn't bad enough for you? Poop hole. Um, 
So he spent a lot of time in that 14D cell. Mm -hmm. um, so like a couple days after he is murdered, um, another inmate gets put in the 14D cell. He's in that cell for like a little bit. And then he immediately, he just starts screaming, like blood curdling screams. He's like, there's someone in here with me. He's like, there's something in here with me. It has like red glowing eyes. Like it's hurting me. You have to get me out of here. Like something is attacking me. And he's just screaming and screaming and screaming. And then eventually he stops screaming. And the guards are like, good, screamed himself out. Like he like ferberized himself right to sleep. So... Like a baby just yes, cried yourself. Yes, yes. <laughs> He's self-soothed. Yeah, He's screaming just self-soothed. Just let him cry. So just the, let him cry. <laughs> so the next morning, they open up the door to like take his mattress away or whatever or to give him his bread and, and water. Um, and the inmate is dead, has been strangled, like his face is beaten, has been strangled to death. Um, in a way that the coroner was like, this was not self-inflicted. You can't strangle yourself to death. Like, well, this also, is your hands are like Jesus-fied. No, no, that's no, no, the that dungeon. That was the dungeon. Oh, that was the dungeon. dungeon. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Never mind. Not the yeah. pool. This is the poop hole room, not the dungeon so room. Poop, poop hole holes. room, dungeon room. Different parts yeah. of the prison. Yeah, so there's light bulb we'll room. We'll go visit sometime. There's poop hole room. There's dungeon room. This was in the poop hole room. Okay. So, <laughs> so in the poop hole room, he's, yeah, strangled. Through, through not his own not his own hand strangled him so they have a murder ghost yeah they have a ghost who murders someone and then this is what's great about the story so murdered by a ghost uh, everyone thinks it's the ghost of Rufus the guy who was just next spooned, next spooned. <laughs> um, so this guy who got strangled so uh, strangly um, he He's, he's dead in the morning. They're like, they open the store, he's dead. Uh, this, at the same time, the guards back in his block, back in C block, are doing a head count. And they head count all the prisoners. And they come back at the end of the head count. And they're like, there's too many people here. We have one too many prisoners. And so they like look back through the numbers and be like, where is this extra? And they're like, we counted a person in his room. He <gasps> was fucking dead in room 14D. But his ghost showed up for fucking roll call in C block. <laughs> he's like, this he's is like, I know the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna walk through the walls. That's how with afraid my blazing red he eyes. was of like more, being more trouble. Um, yeah, God, so good. So there was um, kills a man in the poop hole room, but does not want to suffer the wrath of the guards. Yes, that no, tells. Let he's us murdered, in, murdered the in the poop hole room. But then oh, this that, is strangled. Oh, oh, oh. This is strangled guy. So he literally, he spent one night. So he should have, if he hadn't mouthed off or whatever and got put in the poop hole room, he would have woken up in his cell that morning. <sighs> so he just still was like, well, I'm supposed to be in roll call. I'm just going to go. I'm going to go. I was murdered by some sort of red-eyed, glowy thing in this room. Ghost Next of Next Spoon. Ghost of Next Spoon. Yeah. Um, so there was a, another big prison attempt, uh, like escape attempt, was in 1946. And it was six inmates who like stole keys and all this stuff. They had like a huge elaborate plan to try and escape. It didn't work out for them. Um, they like execution style shot a couple guards in the head and then started a sort of like standoff between oh, the uh, like the guards of Alcatraz and the rest of the prisoners. So the guards just fucking like noped out. They just fucking adios, locked the prison down because the prisoners had the keys to everything except the door to the outside. Oh, so they could, so they could get like they got guns. They got like other like in, they were able to get into all the other parts of the prison, but they couldn't get they, out the one. And it's because the guard who like they killed and stole his keys from, he had forgotten to put that key like back on his key ring after he'd come in that morning. Oh, so because job. he made a mistake they that like it's such a weird like chance of fortune that's some like final destination bullshit oh, like all yeah. you sure. people are supposed to die um uh, there's one flaw in our plan what's yeah. that one key is missing but that you and that, like it, if and it was the guards fucking fault like it's, wow. it was a mistake wow um so the the warden 
eventually like got the mayor of San Francisco concerned enough that like I, we can't quell this uprising because they're all like they can go everywhere within the prison at this point they just can't fucking get outside but if they do get outside we can't stop them so the the mayor of San Francisco called in like the Navy and the air like he called in for like military support and that's why it's called the Battle of Alcatraz because by the time that it was done there were in the San Francisco Bay there were two Navy destroyers a Coast Guard cutter they had two Air Force like bomber planes flying overhead they had companies of Marines and Army officers they had police units and they actually brought in extra prison guards from Leavenworth and San Quentin to like because they were literally just like, like come at me motherfucker well no because the guard the, the prisoners were like shooting at them and like using all the weaponry within Alcatraz to fight out which is they still couldn't fucking get out they don't have the key to the goddamn door um so like they were literally just like throwing like Molotov cocktails at the prison and like blowing up parts of the prison like they damaged the structural integrity of the prison quite a bit they're just mad they're just mad. They weren't trying to accomplish anything. You know, yeah. one, with this crap. yeah, they were just like, no, it's fine. And so there were there were six main prisoners who like started this uprising. And the, all the other prisoners were just like, I don't. I'm like in the middle of a goddamn war zone now. They were like, they found. I a, don't want this. No, they found a bunch of prisoners like like pushed in the corner of their rooms with their mattresses on top of them, like trying to shield themselves from the smoke and the gunfire and all of that. Um, because they were just like, I want no part of this. Um, I want to be a prisoner. Yeah, well, or they were just like, I don't want, like, this is not going to end well for you. We can't get out, guys. We don't have the key to the door. We are <laughs> locked. Like, we're just a child having a tantrum in a locked room at this That's point. It. They're not going to ship any more ammo in for us. Yes, exactly. There's only one way this ends. <laughs> it's not, and, and not well. It's not going to be good for all of us. Um, so, um, so eventually, like, the, it got down to, like, three of the six sort of, like, gave up and went back into their rooms and tried to pretend, like, I've been here the whole time. And then eventually they killed the last three who were sort of shooting out, and they killed them in the hallway of cell block A, which is where, like, there was, like, a barber shop there where Al Capone was stabbed, and there was, like, something else in there because they didn't it didn't house prisoners. It wasn't, like, housing. Um, so then... Um, uh, so the these men were killed in this hallway of cell block A and then they started having a bunch of like weird and like violent events happening in cell block A where like guards would be like walking down the cell like walking down the hallway and would suddenly be like overtaken with rage and start just like punching each other for no reason um, and, and like it, it, and they would hear like noises and like phantom gunfire and stuff like that so much so that they eventually just um, they just sealed it off they just like welded the door shut to cell block a which to this day is still sealed shut Ooh. so if you go on a tour of alcatraz you can't like get into cell block a because it's just fucking shut because they were like even with tourists they were just like it's not safe to have people in here and there's so many videos of people like shooting video of cell block a and it's just like you know how i feel about orbs but it's just like orbs for days like there are thousands of videos of orbs and like photos and there are some that like Damn. sort of a phantom shape of a person but it's more like even when you get close to that hallway you start to feel like you start to feel like yourself fill with rage. You start to get like real angry for absolutely no reason. Just want to do push ups. Yeah. And ah! <laughs> just this is a great place to work out, bro. I want to get prison swole. I stopped doing my I stopped doing my pre workout. I just went to Alcatraz and got pissed. Prison swole. Getting prison swole. <laughs> um so they yeah, so if you have any interest, look at that. So um I, I'm going to focus in now on two hauntings that I think are the coolest. So one is there's a photo 
which you can Google, which I highly recommend that you all do. It's, it's from a Google. British, worth a Google. It's from a British couple who went on, like did an Alcatraz tour in um, June of 14. And they were just on vacation. They're taking pictures or whatever. And the wife or lady of the couple took a photo of the like old school visitation booth because she thought it was so interesting because it's basically like a steel, like sort of a submarine door with a tiny little pocket window in it that you couldn't hear, but you could like see through so you could see people who came to visit you mm. because Alcatraz started allowing visitors in like the 1940s um so she was just taking a picture of it so she's like looking at it she takes a picture on her phone she looks back at the picture on her phone and fucking clear as day on the other side of that goddamn window is a woman sitting there looking through the window she's looking right at the fucking camera and she's wearing like a 1940s dress like it's it's so crazy it's like the woman and she just like has look at she's just kind of like what like she's just like what is that weird contraption then making a flashing like it looks so cool and like people have tried to figure out like who this woman was it's very hard to say because Mm. Alcatraz started allowing visitors so they're just like I don't know there was like a woman visitor in the 1940s who could have come at any point to see anyone it's like too broad of a thing to look it up Um, but if and like they've tried to debunk it people have tried to like pull apart like this shadowing on the whatever or whatever but holy shit it's creepy man it's creepy af like you this is the this is the one you're yeah, talking about yeah. that is a that it's is a, a mess fucking person in that photo it's a fucking That's person there is a smeary faced goose- human being lady yeah i got goosebumps looking at it again Damn. it's so creepy dude yeah so that i think and Google we don't it. know who she is but that's a real good ghost photo because she looks and she looks maybe a little bit angry maybe a little bit confused but yeah. she's looking right, right at the camera at the she's camera. like mean mugging you at the camera wow um yeah i, I googled alcatraz visitation ghost and it's just that there, there's a lady there yeah i don't know what to tell you it's Damn. it's a lady face it's like a, it is it's a like su- a dark lady face yeah. lady, like the lady face of alcatraz yes it's the lady face of alcatraz <laughs> um so i i, I don't lady. have background to that story but man is that fucking cool that's, yeah, that's that right. photo um so the other uh like most famous haunting of alcatraz is it is said that the the ghost of al capone haunts alcatraz mm. because that's where he lost his mind um so people will see like people will from his room and from the fucking abandoned showers will hear banjo music yes! <laughs> so he like he like never fucking got out he's just playing the banjo in a corner of the shower just naked and ashamed Playing, playing the, the banjo. Goddamn banjo. Yeah. Yeah. The ghost of Al Naked Al Capone playing the banjo. Yes. Which brings me to my beer. Yay. I'm going to grab the bottle. Fat, doughy banjo yep. playing yep. miserable. Just fat dude. Al hanging oh. out in the showers. So my beer is from Speakeasy Brewery, which is a San Francisco brew. So it's local Clever. to Alcatraz. Um, and Speakeasy, because that's how Al Capone made all of his money was mm. during mm. Prohibition. And he ran Speakeasies. And he ran that's a bunch good. of, uh, like, he actually, I started to, like, Google Al Capone beer. And there's a bunch of recipes online to, like, brew the beer that Al Capone used to brew and sell. Like, that was oh, his kind of fun. beer. That's was, cool. Yeah, they're like, um, uh, it's like shitty beer though. So I was oh. like, man, I don't know. There was a lot of like, this is the closest to what you could buy in the store. And I was like, yeah, but that's shitty beer. I don't want to do that. It's like, add um, a bottle of Dinager alcohol. Drink, yeah. go blind. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this, it's called Payback Porter. So it's a porter. Um, it's a real cool bottle. It's got some like uh, old like film noir, kind of a detective guy on it. Mm-hmm. He's standing in the spotlight. 
Um, yeah, I, I really like that, that bottle. bottle yeah, it's it has great. creepy little ghost eyes on it, which I thought was a nice little turn. And nice I just touch. thought it's like that's fucking payback, man. You're Al Capone. You had a bunch of people murdered, and and that is your fucking payback. You now have to sit in a shower and play your banjo for the rest of eternity. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So it's pretty. I've been sipping on it a little bit. Melly and I'm Bob done. pretty much. Yeah, mine's pretty much done. I've been yippity yapping, so I don't have to drink. I mean, I like a porter. This is really nutty. It's really, really dark. Yeah, it's nice, m- nice nuttiness. Nice really roasted. Yeah. Good mouth feel. Yeah, it's got a creamy. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I just want it. Feels good in my mouth. It feels good. Uh-huh. I like to roll it around in my tongue. It feels no. creamy and nutty in my mouth. But it's it is. A little, it's, it's a little lighter too. It's like it is. It's. It's, Again, it's funny. I, it's dark and it's heavy, but it's not so heavy where you're just like, ugh. But it's a good, easy drinking beer, too. Yeah, I yeah. would say it's not. it's got a lot of flavor, but it's not heavy. It no. doesn't yeah. feel heavy. I don't feel like, like Bob said, I feel like I could pound this and I wouldn't get a tummy ache from it. Mm. Whereas most porters, I'm just like, this is like fucking syrup. But it will yeah. get you drunk. Yeah. But it's going to yeah. get you drunk. Yeah, it's 7.5%. Um, if some speakeasy lagers, ales and lagers, I like how the bottle says legit since 1997. <laughs> um, it also says put them on ice because you want the best, don't you? <laughs> on the bottle. The Gambinis I- want their protection money. <laughs> so I thought it was uh, it was a cute little bottle and I liked the idea that that's the ultimate fucking payback is that you never get to leave Alcatraz. Oh, You just have to play the banjo. You use a naked banjo. This is what you get day. for organizing the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Exactly. Naked banjo. Exactly. You have to if be a naked banjo player. If you had already done the My Bloody Valentine, that they, I might have gone for the good. My Bloody Valentine for this one because of the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. But I was like, no, I definitely got to do... It, it fits real well because yeah. pretty much everyone was in Alcatraz for some sort of like run smuggling, you know, some sort of like <laughs> booziness, prison booziness. Worst decision of this country. Well, yeah, well, I can we think- fixed it. It took us a while, but we fixed it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, but um, anyway, so that so uh, Alcatraz eventually closed in 1963. Um, uh, Kennedy shut it down actually um, because of the the fucking Battle of Alcatraz that like destroyed a huge chunk of the buildings and then they were trying to build it back up but like it's just old at this point because it was built in 33 and they were like it's going to cost us five million dollars to rebuild it um and they were like i'd rather spend the money and go to the moon <laughs> i'd rather fuck Marilyn. yeah that too um <laughs> so and and it was really expensive to run at the time it cost about three dollars a day to house a prisoner and it cost like over 10 to house a prisoner on alcatraz it was just really expensive um and then there was another escape attempt in like 62 um and they were like we're done we're just gonna fucking shut this shit down so they shut it down and now it's a it's part of the national park system um and it's a museum and stuff so you can go they don't do they don't do haunted Alcatraz tours like they themselves do not. However, there's a lot of third parties that will come in and let you do a haunted Alcatraz tour. When I was Googling around, there were a bunch of like like brewery and ghost tours of Alcatraz. So they like <gasps> oh. walk you around San Francisco. You go to some of the local breweries in San Francisco and then you go on a ghost tour these of people. Alcatraz. And I was like, these are my people. Yeah. They, should <laughs> listen. they should listen to they this should podcast. They should definitely listen to the podcast. And I think we should hang out we and should. drink some speakeasy payback porter. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, so that's my story. That's my ghost story. Ghost story, About the ghost of Al Capone, naked in a shower. Playing the banjo. I'm excited mm-hmm. to hear your prison ghost story. I'm not going to lie, though. I'm more excited to drink this beer. This beer is fan-fucking-tastic. Yes. Now, I have to admit, it is a stretch for my story. That's okay. But I'm going to figure it out. It's delicious. Yeah. This thing very, is, very this good. This thing is bonkers delicious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, insider note, I... I 
while we were on we a were gonna little get- bathroom break, I picked her glass up. I picked the glass of her beer up thinking it was my porter and took like a big strong swill of it because the porter, like I said, was delicious and easy drinking. This also delicious, not easy drinking. No. I almost did a spit take of it. I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I have so much of this in my mouth right now. It's a sip and beer. It's a sip and beer. Yeah, you really, but you want to savor. Oh yeah. yes, every I, luscious mouthful. I, I. <laughs> that's what she said. Yes, I do. I do not recommend pounding this beer. Yeah, I do, do recommend. Not. Do not. I, I do recommend. I was going to make such a dirty joke. Melissa, tell us your ghost story. <laughs> <laughs> Why, gladly, you guys. Well, this brings me to my ghost story. I don't need an. I don't need a. No, do it. Accent. We haven't had any weird, slightly offensive accents. I can't. So, I really thought I was going to get an offensive Oriental accent out of Bob. You almost got an offensive Native American accent. Uh, out of me. I would have <laughs> taken it. I would have taken all of it. Well, um, um, good day, mate. Because my story oh, takes Australia. Australia. So, oh. my, so my story. Oh my God! Is it a prison for kangaroos? <laughs> Damn, Hello koala and bears, koalas. I'm sure. Wall, uh, maybe a wallaby. <laughs> wallaby. The dingo, dingo ate, ate my, my baby. baby. <laughs> well, that was only a matter of time. <laughs> So, yes. Uh, the this, second story is always the best because you're a little bit buzzed. You are a little a bit. A little loose. And oh, by the end of this beer, we're all going to be hammered. <laughs> nice and loose and conversational. God. <laughs> so, I am going to tell you all the story of the Adelaide Jail, or sorry, spelled G-A-O-L, which is the Middle English version oh, you know of what's spelling. funny that happens or sometimes in like video sorry. games and i always think of it's called like giol well, yeah that's the whole thing he when sent I, him to giol so i wanted to do a story that was not in america okay i did want to kind of venture out and do something different because i was like okay with alcatraz that's something and i wanted something out there so yeah you i, I both called have, alcatraz from you jump. did I, they were like haunted prisons i was like alcatraz, alcatraz. boom dibsies and i kind of wanted to do something out there and fun and you know australia is a good pull because yeah. it used to be an entire continent of a prison it is it used it, to be like british like, colony of like prisons. a bigger version of alcatraz <laughs> the biggest version um so when i started looking up the different um jails and stuff that were haunted in australia they were all spelled G-A-O. I was like, gal? Gal? And then we started Googling. It's like, no, fool. It's pronounced jail, but it's just the middle or the old English version. <laughs> it's the Middle Earth. It's the Middle Earth <laughs> version. This is how the, the Hobbit would... It's the Middle Earth it's version It's how Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> it's how he would spell it. Yeah. Um, do you want me no. to sing the Misty Mountain song? Please kind don't. of. Okay. Bilbo. Vanessa's going to do it. Bilbo Baggins. He's only three feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> Bilbo. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. So Adelaide Jail is located in the state of South Australia. I don't know if they call them states. It's a state to me. Province. 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 Area. Area. You're a geography girl, so I'm surprised yeah. you did not come correct on this one. I know. Well, it's in South Australia, which is I the name San of a Fran- state. Because I think San Francisco and San Diego are the oh, same, same place. <laughs> <laughs> I think geography is not my strong suit. It is normally your strong suit. It normally is. And this time I was like, well, it's in the Barton. Okay, it's, it's a the Barton. The Barton. I say the Barton. The Barton. The Barton, South Australia. Um, it was an Australian prison that operated from 1841 to eight. Or sorry, to 1988, which would make it one of the oldest operating jails in the country of Australia. Interesting. Um, it was the first permanent jail in 
South Australia. Permanent, as opposed to those like pop-up jails. Exactly. Well, <laughs> South Australia, well, no, because I started getting into the history of South Australia and it was the first free colony established in the country. So as Vanessa kind of alluded to before, um, Britain used to send all of its prisoners to Australia. Yeah. And that was like a giant convict colony. Because you can't swim back because one far and you two are sharks. Stuck. Remember that horrible joke I made before about possums? Pommies. P-O-M-E's prisoners of Mother England, which yes. is what they called people who were sent to Australia. Yeah. So that's why Australians to this day don't mind being tied up during sex. Descended from prisoners. <laughs> it's true. It's every so true. every Australian dude Everything. I banged. <laughs> <laughs> Just love to be tied up. Just lo- yeah, exactly. Shackled to your bed. Um, Tighten the rope, mate. <laughs> so it was the Pound first free colony. <laughs> Okay, that was like a weird Kennedy Australia. That was, that was like if Jack Kennedy was like born in Australia. Yeah. Um, and being pounded in the and ass. And being pounded. It's a very specific joke. <laughs> That's so real. That was like a walk to get to that joke, but it was worth it. It was good. It was worth it. I feel good yeah. about it. Do, do the voice again. <laughs> now. <laughs> So anyway, it was established by British colonists who were not sent there to be criminals. So actual proper immigrants. How did they get those colonists? They say, hey, you know that big like garbage dump we've been sending all of our garbage people to? People must have hey, started. Hey, move with your family. The weather is nice. <laughs> My guess is people were like, oh, the weather's kind of nice. This is not a terrible place oh, to I live. I wonder if they went like it was wintertime in England and yeah. then they went, it's sunny and 90 in Australia right now. Let, move let there. us go there. So they, it's, like a, it's like a vacation. You love it. So it's yeah. like a vacation where you're surrounded by rapists. You're surrounded by rapists. So it's just like Disney World. Murder insects well, and were, deadly snakes. Well, they're thinking too. Everywhere else in the country, they're already in their prison colonies. So obviously, it's going to be safe. So when they established the um, the they're colony in, in the 19th prison. century, they didn't have any prisons because they're like, well, why do we need a prison? Yeah, it's just Mad Max Fury Road over there. Well, <laughs> not even. They were thinking, their thought was, well, we're all free colonists. Like, none of us are criminals. Nobody's ever going to commit any crime ever. No. And meanwhile... We're not the criminals. We're not the criminals. Yeah. It's like, no, that's... <laughs> go- wow! <laughs> wow! I'm leaning into it today, guys. That one's good. Um, oh, solid. This is kind of like the scene from Willy Wonka where um, oh, yeah. Grandpa... Oh, yeah. Trying to get down. Trying to get down by burping. Away. Yeah. So clearly there was going to be a need for jail. So a lot of people. So what would happen elsewhere in Australia is prisoners would escape. But because it's such a giant place, they would escape. They'd run away and people like we can't find them. So they would try to go. And so they started getting into South Australia eventually. So what they They ended up. No, it's cool. I just moved here. Yeah. And they're like, really? You just They were like, yeah, we're on the boat. You don't remember me from the boat? Yeah, we said hi four times. This is awkward now. We have made five, it like once or twice. We've met five times. <laughs> Don't make it weird. We kind of maybe rubbed one out together. Yeah, we like banged it a little bit. Um, okay. Getting weird. It's getting weird. <laughs> it's getting weird. So, um, what they did the first jail that so once they realized no, we're we're actually going to need a place like people are going to commit we're some sort of crime. So we need some place to put them. Some sort of crime. So the first jail, more or less, that they had was a ship that the people that came over on. So it was kind of like in the harbor, just anchored there. They're like, this is where you're going to stay. So they you're going to be there. They lock them in a ship? They would. They would lock them in the ship and then they eventually built something near the governor's mansion, which is genius, okay. if yeah. you ask me. Because, nice. well, because then the guards who were taking care of the governor could also then take care of all the prisoners that yeah. they had in the horrible, horrible wooden jail Ooh, um, wood in jail. Wood oh, in yeah. Jail. Um, and so after a while, it became very, very easy 
for the prisoners to escape because the walls would rot. The foundation wasn't proper. Like, it wasn't built properly. So people would just, like, walk out. Oh, my God. So they just, like, built a Lego jail. They did. And then people started <laughs> just people leaving. People just started leaving. And, and they, they were thought, like, I don't know. I'm trying to watch the fucking governor. You've got me looking at prisoners at the same time. Exactly. Get your shit together, Australia. You guys, this is just bad. Yeah, so, you deserve all the loose rapists. So the governor at the time decided, well, okay, I'm going to need to commission a permanent jail made of actual solid materials. Yeah. But even not that... Not made of hopes and dreams. Not, not, made, no. not made of Legos. So they talked to... Now, England didn't want to pay for it. They were like, no, you guys... Well, no, we don't need this. Well, they were like, you're your own country. You're your own your thing Your whole now. island is, is a prison. Yeah. We're not yeah. making you we're another one. We're not going to make you another like, one. They were like, look, you wanted to move there. It's your problem now. That's yeah. a YP, not an MP. Exactly. So yeah. they started building it regardless. And so they built their first uh, prison to hold 140 people. Um, but there were there was a time where over 300, 400 were there. So they were just like stacked on top of each, up, yeah. uh, of each other. So they expanded. Okay. And the expansion, excuse me, called caused all sorts of troubles because the governor was just spending money like that he didn't have. Mm-hmm. So when it was finally built, I guess there was like 32,000 pounds that was unpaid and so people are like you need to pay the governor was recalled to England where he had to like talk to gotcha because he's heads just of the like government over on there these, on the deck exactly being like no we really really need this jail people are bad like people are always going to commit crime people will commit crime people are criming exactly so you know <laughs> just left and right yeah, there is warring there is criming it criming. happens um, so, but it's, what I thought was funny was the architect was blamed for a lot of the escalating costs. Like, no, no, no. Like, it's not my fault. I wanted to keep it really, really low. Costs super low. Cheap labor. It's I wanted m- to make it out of wood. It's, it's everywhere. It's yeah. this asshole over here who was like, no, I wanted to be fancy. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I tried to build it out of Legos and hopes and dreams. This fucking architect was like, hey, but how about we put actual doors on this person? Yeah. So, yeah. so they won't just walk out. How about yeah. some stones? So it's hard for them to, you know, break out. Yeah. yeah. So the jail. It's a prison. <laughs> So the jail was officially opened on Christmas Eve of 1840. Oh. Happy birthday, Jesus. <laughs> Happy birthday. Um, and the first prisoners were actually 14 debtors. So it wasn't even people who could gotcha. This I thought you were going to say Christians. Like, hey, <laughs> right into jail you go. Yeah, no, celebrate the birth of Jesus and be in, in prison. prison. In prison. No, it was debtors. So it, it did function as both a debtor's prison and also a crime prison can you imagine like you were just like you know a you couple weeks late on your verizon bill and you're next to like rapey mcgee like yeah. i can't like that just seems and and one of the olden times sucked it did and they used to because it was a debtor's prison they would put in mothers so you know husbands either left or they died or whatever oh no they would actually Poor no puppies. but so the moms would go to debtor's prison they'd take the kids with them yeah yeah they so had the to. kids would go into prison as with mom. Well. With mom. Next to Rapey McGee. Yeah, yeah next to Rapey McGee. Rapey McGee. Yeah, when I, was in, when I was in London and I went to the Clink, which is the like prison museum there, yes. and they talked about that, about how sometimes they would like, dad would be imprisoned for debts and then like wife and children would have nowhere to go so they would just go to jail with them and it's just like a family vacation to jail yeah and then when they're all in jail they can never like make enough money to get out of jail exactly so that's where you just rot and die yeah uh, which is why debtors prisons really don't is work it's a terrible idea it's a terrible idea al capone used to kill people who didn't pay him back <laughs> also a terrible idea yeah. don't get money don't. from a dead person either no so they would it, it's just God, you know, just thinking about it, I was just like, I couldn't imagine the kids. And then the way that they had their schedule, it was very, they would have the people who were in prison for 
not paying their bills and the kids follow the same schedule throughout the day as if you were a regular prisoner oh no so, you so they would, have like yard time there would be yard time like, but there would only be like maybe an hour or two out of the day that you would actually go outside and you'd do anything most of the time you're spent locked in like and at this point we didn't care about public schooling we didn't no. care about teaching well, poor people 1840s, things yeah no. poor people 1840s don't need to learn australia they you don't, don't need yeah. to read poor people book, don't need to learn you. things right stay poor this so. prison was the school of hard knocks yeah it was so make a shea billy Throughout the years, the jail was expanded. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I had beer in my mouth, but that was a good joke. I tried to laugh, but I had beer in my mouth. So, so over the years, the jail was expanded and housed approximately 300,000 prisoners during its 147 years oh, of operation. over the time. I thought you were going to say it had 300,000 people at one time. No, and I was like, be- Jesus Christ, it's a big fucking prison. <laughs> no, throughout its 147-year history. Yeah, that's a long time. hit me, by the way. Yeah. Um, it's a real strong It's beer. It's, it's trouble. <laughs> So the daily routine. This could go off the rails real quick. Oh no, I love it, man. Let's get silly. (laughs) Let's do it. So there is a website. um, So now the museum, or sorry, the prison is a museum. So there is a website where they actually talked about the daily routine of the prisoners. So I thought. Oh my God, tell me about it. it, So 7 a.m. was breakfast. Oh, they got to sleep in. At Alcatraz, they had to wake up at 6. There was a daily schedule for them, too. You got to sleep until at least 7. Well, I think you woke up at 6.15. They served you slop at 7 a.m. 8 a.m. was cell inspection, so you actually had to physically leave your cell while they came in and they went and through And they like, turned thing, over your every, mattress exactly. and they knocked all your shit on the floor. Exactly. And, then, and they were like, were, no more toilet wine for you. You can't have fun. So by 9 a.m., they were back in their cell. They were in there until noon when they ate. By 1.45, you were able to go outside for like an hour, and then you were completely locked in by 4 p.m. So you, the rest of the day. so you really just spent most of most the day of without, locked in this tiny room. And were they mm-hmm. individual cells? Yeah. Okay. But so they were meant to house. Now, originally when it was built, it was only meant for 140 people. And like I said, there it expanded relatively quickly. So they were putting like five, six people in a cell at a time. Oh, wow. Which because, is, and I'm sure like if one of them had a family, then there's four more. Yeah, there's more people that are in there. So that's why they expanded throughout the years. Um, but the, it, it, I couldn't imagine. Like from 4 p.m. on, you're just sitting there. With mom? No, and, and in because you uh, Next to Rapey Magoo? Yeah, yeah. Because you've been let, you were let out of your cell for like probably 20 minutes, half an hour to have breakfast. Then you went no, back no. to your cell. Yeah. Then you were let out of your cell to like Inspection. have lunch. Yep. And then you were let out of your cell to like run around in the sunlight for an hour. And mm-hmm. then you were just, then and you were, then you were like dinner and then you were back in your fucking cell. That's it. Yeah. That's you life. Guys don't, yeah, that's why, that's that's why prison used to make people crazy. Yeah. Like prison, especially old timey prisons. It's just like, yeah, that does, that's not conducive to rehabilitation and reintegration into society. Not at all. Um, so some of the notable prisoners in there. Now, I picked the two lady prisoners because at this jail, it was actually male and, male and women? female. Oh, yeah. God. So Ravy McGee is just like, cool, lock me in here with all these fucking ladies. Yeah. So I think there were or separate- dudes Or dudes. Gays can rape too. Gays can rape too. <laughs> no, I think they did have separate- Hashtag feminism. Gays can rape too. Hashtag gays can rape too. <laughs> no, I think they had separate cells- for the men and the women. They were not. <laughs> You're like, You're like I got to slow down. I got to slow down on this. Holy <laughs> you guys, we are quickly getting drunk. No. They would the brakes on that beer, guys. They would, they would keep the men and women separate. So the women would have the children, but the men would be by themselves. Um, 
but so they it was house- not a veritable rape smorgasbord. Okay, no, wait, so the so- men could not rape the women. They they okay, were together in the same jail. Got it. Okay, but, but they, they were had not- their own like yard time. Exactly. They had their- and so like dad couldn't bring his like kids, his no. kids to prison, but ladies could bring their the- kids to prison. Exactly. So could a lady bring like her thirteen year old son to prison? His thirteen-year-old son locked up with a bunch of fucking See, criminal no, ladies. My guess is no, because that seems it, like a good time. Well, think about it. When in the eighteen forties, at thirteen, you probably had a job already and could probably oh, yeah, support you're probably yourself. Married with so four you're kids. like, yeah. yeah. Fuck. <laughs> at that point, you're just like, no, yeah, exactly. you can, you're middle-aged at that yeah. point. Yeah, good luck, kid. Um, but the notable prisoners that I picked were two women. Okay. So one was Elizabeth Woolcock. She was the only female executed. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, God, what did she do? She murdered her husband. Damn. She poisoned him with mercury. Oh, I'm sure he deserved it. Yeah. Hashtag feminism. Hashtag feminism. Um, but it's funny. She maintained her innocence throughout her entire... You're thinking mercury, aren't was you? Was she like... No, I, I, I oh. saw Vanessa do hashtag. the hashtag <laughs> hand symbol, hashtag. and it really got me going. She... Poison- so they said that she poisoned her husband with Wait. mercury, <laughs> but... She maintained her innocence. She was like... I didn't do it. I didn't murder that dude. He just died of mercury. Maybe he was fucking eating mercury. I no, don't know. What she was saying was when they He took used to eat thermometers. I don't know what to do with them. Crunchy, crunch, crunch. Delicious, delicious. thermometer. <laughs> no, she said that anytime her husband got sick and they would take him to the doctor. The, we would feed him thermometers. They, no, no, no. They, their medicine would contain mercury. So she was oh. saying it was the buildup of him going to all these different doctors. I got you. And the so medication she, like, that they gave by him. So she proxied him to death. More or less. So anyway, she was she was the only female executed um, at the jail, and then for my, killing her husband, for killing her husband, yeah, man, um, and danger, then, poison, mercury. mercury. So for Ghost, you Ghost Adventures fans so out there, there's a television show called Ghost Adventures starring a the incomparable Zach Baggins, who I think is a giant meathead. Oh, huge! huge. No, dude works out. Yeah, um, dude is prison swole. He's prison he swole. Prison he's swole. prison swole. <laughs> there was an episode where he had to read the sign, and it said "danger, poison, poison, mercury, uh, mercury." But he says "mercury, mercury, <laughs> mercury." So that's a running joke in the Quinn household, yeah. um, where we will say mercury i can make fun of him because the number of nights that i spent from the time we got home until that show stopped running like four hours later i've lined his pockets well yeah Yeah, that's true (laughs) well did you buy the products they advertised uh i'm sure i did i'm sure i did they did a number of prisons like was it beer then yes Mm -hmm. well it's funny because my sister was like oh when you do prisons you should do one that ghost adventures did because they go to a number of prisons and i thought raymond snowden i had that thought i know you did Um, but like ghost adventures it's it's funny because all of the stories we've done on this podcast if you like do a deep googs there's some sort of tv show that oh, has somebody has it. in like, fact the one the castle i did like, ghost like, hunters hey, international went there yeah hey spoiler alert we're not the only ones who talk about ghosts no so <laughs> but we're the only ones who get shit-faced and then talk about ghosts deep googs is something we deep say a lot on this we say ghosts. i don't know why bob is so tickled by today i'm gonna blame it on melly's fucking it's my drunky beer. mcgee beer it's right my there McGee beer. because deep googs is something that comes out of this podcast at least once every Frequently. week. Deep Googs really delighted me. Yeah. I, I apologize for <laughs> derailing us again. So my other favorite. Once I said he was knuckles deep in the deep Googs. <laughs> I mean, everything of that, every part of that <laughs> sentence was amazing. Yeah. I'm switching and over to water. Yeah. Googs. That's why I was like, I said gays can rape. And then I said, I got a pause <laughs> on this beer. <laughs> Guys, we've gone off the rails Holy with this one. Holy shit. 
So okay. we had a full meal, which included carbs and protein, <laughs> before we went into these beers. And sometimes we pre-beer before the... Sometimes. And we didn't we did today. Not. We did not. Holy We've, smokes. I've had a beer and a half. And yeah, I'm silly. I'm feeling silly. Dear, I'm so sorry. Please continue with your story. <laughs> so, I want to hear this it. This is what happens when you go second. I know. You're just shit-faced and you're like, I'm going to be... Okay, okay. Woman died so, of mur- mercury. Died of mercury. <laughs> she murdered her husband with mercury. Got it. He my other, thermometers. My Continue. other notable prisoner is this woman named Sarah uh, Sarah Francisco. Mm-hmm. She was an Irish immigrant. Aww. So she came, her husband died, and she um, just spiraled into alcoholism. Okay. So Okay, let's not murder, let's not put people in jail for being alcoholics. Let's, I'm 100% against that. Yeah. Well, no, let's not do here, that. Here's why she was in Adelaide jail. She was con- 295 convictions from her drunkenness. Oh. She was a... They didn't wait till the 300. They no, said 295 they were like, in jail, you go. And we go to jail. 294, cool. 295, too many. We've had quite enough of this. Quite enough. But I just thought that was amazing that can you give us? Can course, you give us a laundry list of the things that she did that no, were considered convictions? No, I didn't see anything she where she went. in a hole. Pooped she, in a hole. She, it was basically. She it fed was, people thermometers. <laughs> it was public drunkenness and then disorderly conduct. She's probably just like so she would be her lady drunk. Yeah, oh, yeah. So she, well, what had happened was Booze her husband and died and she was very committed to her two children, but her older son. <laughs> More committed to booze, apparently. <laughs> she wasn't an alcoholic until her son died. So oh. her son died in, in an oh. accident. Now I feel like and a that shit just sent person. her off the rails and then she just started. Wait, but she still had drinking. another child. Doesn't care. She was like, that I was not like her him. favorite. Yeah. She was like, fuck that no. guy. So she just started drinking. 295 convictions for drunkenness. Well, I wonder, was that over the course of like two years? 16. She was a drunk for a really long time. Was this like a once a week drunkenness? Was this like a once every three days drunkenness? She was drunk a lot, but they said that... 16 years. I've I've been drunk more than 295 times in the last 16 years. This is 18 times a year. That's not that bad. I've definitely been drunk more than that. But it was drunk enough to show your cooch though, so... Well, they said that... Yeah, I was cooter drunk. She was cooter drunk. She was cooter drunk. drunk. No, they said that if she had served out all of the convictions that she had from start to finish, she would have been in prison for life. Okay. Wow. Um, But they paroled her. So basically, she just kept like getting out. She would get out, get get drunk, get back in, get out, get drunk, get back in. Exactly. And she had her favorite cell. So she used to throw hissy fits. She used to like request it. She would. She was like, it's got a northern exposure. I want this cell. I really like the sunlight. I like the morning. It helps me wake up before slop. When I can sort of this is the days before selfie but if i can selfie that would be great i get a really good light and this is like the good side yeah, my exactly good side. but she used to throw like actual tantrums where she would beat up the guards if they did not give her her favorite cell that's how often she, she would attack would the look, guards she would look, start fighting she them is a drunken bitch who knows what she wants exactly. respect yep Irish. Res- She's a woman after res- my own heart. Yes, respect Irish immig- <laughs> I- drunken Irish immigrant. That's right. I- yeah, I got I'm, you. I got with, you, boo. I'm with two Irish, uh, you know, drunken immigrants. Drunken immigrants. Yeah. No, I was born the in this children, country. The children of the children of the children of Irish, Irish immigrants. People. Yeah. yeah. Pour one out for James Joseph. That's right. <laughs> I'm the only non-Irish at this table, but ah. I have a very Irish last name. I'm going to keep drinking. You're welcome. Uh, you have you married into an Irish last name. Yeah, I did. I did. Um, I'm Eastern European, so I do like drinking. Yeah. I'm, I'm just not Irish. I'm, I'm Irish. I like drinking. I have a very Irish last name. So um, the first governor, now, now I'm going back to my story. Please do. Um, so this is going to kind of get into the ghostiness plus yeah, a little ghostiness. bit more of the history. So the first governor of the jail. So what I thought, they didn't call them wardens. They don't call them wardens. They call them governors. 
governor. So there was a, like a, a governor. There was a governor of Australia. Of like city. the state, like South Australia. And then Australia. there was a governor of the jail as well? Yeah. Not the same dude. Not the same dude. Got him. So like the guys who were in charge of watching the governor and the prison, those are... The, it was not the governor of the prison. Right. Just putting everything together. I've had yeah. some beers. I'm just making sure no, everything's clicking. So they eat, but they called them governors. So the first governor of this uh, of Adelaide jail was a jolly fat man named William Baker Ashton. Oh my God. And they had a picture of him, like one of the little sort of portraits. He was a jolly fat man. Oh God. He so was, was like so jail round Santa Claus. Oh, he, um, he didn't have the bushy white beard. He okay. was he did not have a beard, but he was a giant fat man. Okay. Um he was the governor of the jail until his death in 1854. So I want to say I think he was governor for maybe 15 20 years until he died. He died and he died in the jail. Oh Ooh. yes, ghost governor. So he died while in office and the thing is when they found him rigor mortis had already set in. Oh no, giant ghost boner. So they couldn't actually because where the <laughs> where the governor <laughs> God damn it. So pudgy, pudgy ghost pudgy boner. Ghost boner. Sorry. No, so where the, the governor's office was on the second floor, but because he was so fat and because they couldn't move him because rigor mortis had already set in. They just rolled him out a window. They had to take him out the window. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> they fucking like, they didn't just like Gilbert grape that shit they and burn the house down. Just, that's it. They couldn't take him down the stairs. Oh my God. Because he wouldn't fit. So they had to like basically tie a rope to him and lower like him hoist him out the window and hoist like him out the window piano movers for yes. dead governors exactly I'm a, based on every Australian I've ever met I'm a little shocked that they bothered to tie a rope to him <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm surprised they didn't just like kick him right out the window like well and I'm, I wonder if it was like I wonder if they tried to move him down the stairs or I they were just they like first look tried. this they, gonna be real hard there's a window right there we can't move him we can't like move his arm yeah and, it's like, like trying to move a queen size mattress shit's it, hard shit's hard <laughs> So like they dead lo- bodies, mattresses, very similar. Very, very similar. So they had to lower the poor guy out of the window. Um, but because of this... Poor em- guy, he don't care, he did. He's dead. But because of this embarrassment, they're saying that he actually still haunts Oh, because he's mad about it. I think he's. It's maybe more like he should have dieted. Maybe a little less, a uh, little less Twinkie, a little more walking up and down those stairs. Or maybe don't die in the jail, dum dum. Um, so <laughs> sometimes you die. So sometimes what people, people die. Sometimes people die. So actually, what people report is that they hear the footsteps on the second floor of a very large heavy man. footfalls. They heavy do. Footfalls. They say heavy footfalls, and they're like, "Oh, we have we estimate like based on what it sounds like to be about 134 kilos, which is." A fucking lot of pounds. How That's my, a yeah, fat, no, fat man. Nobody knows a, what a kilo is. What is that? It's three, uh, two, is it 3.3 3 pounds? I don't know. Here, you keep talking. Engineer Bob, you goog. Um, I think so Engineer Bob. I'm going to do the deep googs. How many pounds? How many kilos? 134. I think it's Got like 3.3 it. 3 pounds to a kilo. Jesus Christ. So he was a big fat fuck. Um, so what people will report hearing is the footsteps of a very, very large man walking on the second floor and then when you go upstairs to investigate no so there was there was no one there but the yes. story that i read was this that woman ghost. so there's motherfuckers a- pushing three nice pushing 295 that's, 295 he's, that's fast. he's like a john goodman ghost yeah so <laughs> the ghost of john goodman it's the ghost of yeah so the Not woman like a john candy ghost i feel like no. he's more than three i feel, I feel like, like this is a john goodman level ghost now john goodman now because he did lose some weight but he's still a fat guy he's he's he died like so many men of his generation before, before his, his time. time. Big Lebowski. Um, <laughs> you, just, a, I, you just David Brented there. Oh, <laughs> That was pretty great. I, in my head just Big went, Lebowski. I went, John Goodman's dead? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I was like, no, it's the end of the Big Lebowski. That. 
Okay. Sorry. Um, Sorry. No. So the you woman, married couple in your love and your inside jokes. Whatever. So there was a, a a guard there, and she had two dogs, and so she reported hearing very very heavy footsteps up on the second floor. So she's like, "What the fuck is this?" So she and her puppies go upstairs, and the dogs are freaking out. Like once yeah. they're outside the door, they're like, Aah! "They open the door, and they immediately change, and they start wagging their tails and start circling something gotcha. up there, like they're very very happy to see somebody. Oh, they're like, like hey, their buddy, their buddy. Penny. They're happy to see. So their when did tails this governor, are wagging. When did this governor die? The governor died in 1854. Okay. And did this happen multiple times with the same area? Did like, the governor die multiple times? No, I probably No, no, no the, the, I meant the dogs. I only read the story. <laughs> I only read one story. How many story times did he die? <laughs> of the dogs once, but people do, multiple people have reported hearing the heavy footfalls. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, got it, got so maybe the dogs came to work with her all the time. So the dogs were just like, no, this is like a big happy fat fuck up there who pets us and gives us but he was a he was a good guy so you know it makes he sense that they dogs. would come up there and they would be all happy to see him and because at first they freaked out like what the fuck and then once the door was open they're like oh it's our pal and it's like no he's dead puppers can see ghosts they too. can yeah they can puppers can definitely see ghosts so I thought that was fun. I was like, oh, he's he's like one of those good and people will hear also with like the heavy footfalls, but they'll also hear the clanging of keys. Okay. Oh, interesting. So in his room specifically? Yeah. yeah. So that's why they're like, warden. Oh. He got all the keys. Well, he's not a warden. He's a governor. He's the governor. So he's got everything. Um, he's got, the governor got everything. Everything. <laughs> um, so throughout the course now, executions, I think it is now illegal. They don't execute people in Australia. All right. Um, but during the 1800s. <laughs> way to go, Australia. Stop just like, you know. Way to go. Government uh, sanctioned um, murder. In the early days of the prison, they used to have public execution. So you could just show oh, up and watch people get I, hanged. I, yeah, I gotta say, I don't know that I would show up. I have cable TV now, so I, I have other things to amuse my time with. Um, but I, I, I'm like, I don't know that I would show up to watch someone die. I mean, week it to week watching Game of Thrones is kind of like kind of watching like a public execution. Oh, no, so. then I will watch the fuck out of that. Yeah. <laughs> I watch I mean, if it's like Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones, then I'm going to watch. Read all so the they books. Used to, they used to have public executions for like the first maybe 10 years that the prison was around. Jesus Christ. And then they made them private. But what I thought was really he funny. They made them private by did. invitation only. Invitation, invitation only. only. Well, they used you are to cordially <laughs> invited. <laughs> Please to the execu- appear to the murder. To the murder of this murderer. <laughs> They used, me plus guest. They used to have portable gallows. So could you imagine oh, like reeling the gallows like fucking chintzy portable gallows? Like you're a prison, make a gallows. I couldn't possibly fit him in until Sunday, sir. Exactly. As you can see, this one is it's a doozy. Have you seen Blazing Saddles? No. That's a cool Big Blazing, Blazing Saddles, Saddles man. He was trying to hang a horse. Oh yeah, no. He was trying to hang a man riding a horse. Yeah, it was fucking funny. So um, they had they used to have portable gallows, and I think that was when it was pu- so when like a pop up gallows. It was well, that's when it was, they were public executions, and then once they were like, we can't have people, or we shouldn't have people watch it, then they had a permanent gallows set up. So they would hang all of their people, and they hanged about forty throughout okay. the course of the that's um, not, over almost one hundred and fifty years. They hung forty people. That's it. Not that's too bad. Not very not common. Bad. I, Texas is like spits on that. Texas is like that's a fucking Tuesday for us. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, and then the people who were murdered were people like um, child killers, rapists, spouse killers. So they were, the, you know. The shit bags oh God, of the yeah, time. Yeah, the woman who, like, her husband ate crunchy thermometers. She was the only, but she was the only woman to ever be executed in this jail. Um, had it coming. She had it coming. Bitch, no. had it coming. No, she didn't. I don't think For she did. For feeding him thermometers. Look, well, she Pete was saying was that probably it was probably a dick, and she said it wasn't her fault. 
You have your story, yeah. I have mine. <laughs> so, um, Look, I'm just saying, future husband of mine better not be mouthy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and he better love the taste of thermometers. Look, you better get real sensitive to the taste of mercury. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, um, hey, hey, future husband. Real sorry. Probably won't murder you. I, I so promise. strong, probably. Sickness and health, death to his part. I don't yeah. want to I kill like you. the bride from the Haunted Mansion. From the Haunted Mansion. I do. I, I did. did. <laughs> it's a holding the fucking axe. She likes bloody axe. Kills them all. Hey. Hashtag single. Tin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. If you if you are uh, if you're one of the two listeners to this <laughs> podcast who is not my friend or family, my last name is Singleton, so that's where that joke comes from. This is real funny. Yes. Um. So kind of now into the ghosty experiences of this jail. Regalus. Yes. So <laughs> Regalus, the one that I thought the most odd, most random thing that a lot of the old guards and people who will visit report experiencing is actually the smell of freshly baked bread oh mm. i think there was a bakery so i think um in the prison they you know kind of like alcatraz they would have their own jobs okay and i think they there was a bakery on site so is, it like, is that like gas station and bait shop and it's like it's like a prison and bank bakery yeah <laughs> yeah that's yeah. exactly what it that's was exactly what it was no i think they would make the bread and stuff for the prisoner so it was well, very was self like, is it like me. smelling bread one of those like the signs of a stroke, stroke. or something so it's or it's just a bunch of people about stroking to have a stroke. out just people <laughs> fucking just australian tourists stroking Aww. out you know their faces like half their face just yeah. falls and there's like um and then a lot of the guards so the stories that i found um actually involved a lot of prison guards and kind of what they've experienced throughout time um and there was a rec room that the guards would go to and they had a pool table and some of the guards would report hearing like the the clinking of the pool balls so one of the guards was just like oh whatever it's cool a bunch of people are probably playing uh, up there sorry and so he went when he had a break in his shift to be like hey guys what's going oh Oh, there's no one in here. Oh. So they would report hearing the sound of the pool balls smacking into each other. Somebody's playing a game. Just, I want to join in. Just Ain't smacking nobody balls. Up there. Ain't nobody up there. Just smacking balls. Just balls. Knocking a few balls around. So, smacking against each other. Interesting. I wonder if it was like prisoners who died there who were like, we never got to like hang out in this rec room when we were alive. Yeah. Now that we're dead, we're going to fucking we, use this guard room. Fuck fun. you guards. Yeah. Like now I can do this. Yep. And then people would report hearing footsteps going up and down the metal stairs Um, because all the staircases were metal at that point. So they would report and the same guards would kind of hear people going up and down the stairs Mm -hmm. to the rec room where they would hear the pool balls smack against each other. But there would never be anybody there. Okay, so like the same general vicinity. Is this by where the governor's office was? I wonder if it's the ghost of the governor. It is not the ghost of the governor. No, because the the footfalls did not sound fat. Okay, they were not fat footfalls. They think that well, (laughs) the the fat (laughs) falls happen in the governor's office specifically. So he is still hanging out where he died, which gotcha. is in his own office. Um, I feel like if I was a ghost, I would move out. I, I would I would move out of one specific room. I would branch out into other areas. You make it happier. Um, I'd be like, there's a pool table over there. That seems fun. That's, that's where, where I want to party. Go. We can have fun here. Yeah. As a ghost. Um, so there was now also in another section of the jail, there was an officer station. So what they did was they converted old jail cells into either officer stations, like basically guard towers or guard control where they would 
you know, sit there oh, gotcha. and manage so and like, they'd have like the different video monitoring systems or whatever. So like your cubicle used to be a prison cell. Yeah, it used that to be a prison cell. Amazing. Yeah, and they that can, sounds real fun. <laughs> real fun. And there was a cell next to it or nearby the um, officer station that was used as a storeroom. So they converted the cell to a storeroom so they would have like cleaning supplies. So they would just okay. have brooms, mops and, you know, buckets and stuff. Yeah. And it was locked to everybody else like so the only people that could really get in there were the people who worked there yeah um because like prisoners don't need windex ex- right yeah they're good cool. come on they do not need a street free shine so there was one night the control room called the guard who was just hanging out in his officer station they were like hey man um we actually got a report there's somebody trying to speak to us through the um the little call box the so intercom one, the intercom essentially yeah. and we hear so it's like we um he's trying to speak but the sound is muffled we can't figure out what he's saying can you just go and find out what he wants and so as he starts walking now each one of the cell uh the cells would have a has a light so if you're trying to talk to one of the guards you'd press a button and a red light would show up and then you'd gotcha. be like okay this guy wants to talk gotcha so it's like when you're on an airplane you hit the attendant button exactly. and they're like they know who which who pressed the button exactly gotcha. so as the guard was walking toward the um cell that they were saying that they're getting this report there's guys talking he goes that's the storeroom that's the storeroom there's, there's nobody no in, in there. there there's no was one there in a there. light on though yeah he walks to the oh! he walks over to the to the storeroom. The light is on and he goes, You guys it's oh. this is just this is it. And Did he like, open the storeroom? Was there anything so, in there? No. He opened the storeroom, nothing was in there. He goes back to the control tower where everybody was and they're like, No, no, listen. And they replayed it and there's the sound of somebody there's like a muffled oh, voice. Oh, it's one of those coming like, from Did they Excuse how, me, when, we're, we're out of Windex. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey pal, can you please bring me another broom? I shoved I this one up my ass. Mercury to kill my husband. <laughs> um, do, do you have any thermometers? <laughs> mm-hmm. The crunchier, the better. <laughs> <laughs> do you, uh, do, what year was this? What year was this happening? This was in the 80s. Okay. 1880s. 1980s. Uh, 1980s. 1980s. Um, interesting. So there's no recording of this, though. It doesn't, well, they, they replayed it, but I didn't find an actual recording this is a second hand like somebody retold yeah. the story I so they like, went back yeah. to the guard tower but they replayed it and they're like listen there's someone fucking in there and the guy was saying yeah you could hear like a muffled somebody yeah. talking trying to get a guard's attention um interesting because i would just wondered if there was like the actual audio because you know they do that where they like slow yeah. it down and then they're like i think it says this i think it yeah. says this. i was just curious what people thought it said yeah and i mean it said like you know so one of the guards so the one that was telling all the stories he goes look when the jail closed in 80 what was it 88 yeah, uh, 1988, they just boxed everything up and just kind of shipped it off. So he doesn't really know what still exists versus what they kind of erased or, you know, recorded yeah. over. Um, it's a, it's in that giant warehouse full of... Uh, other like, ghostly things. It's where all the shit from Indiana Jones went. Yeah, right? that, yeah. It was, yeah it's yeah. like right next you. to the Ark of the Covenant. I got you. you knew what I was I talking you. about. Yeah, Holy Grail's in there. I got you. <laughs> so, um, I was like, that warehouse? I'm familiar. <laughs> um so another thing or another thing that happened to one of the guards is it, it would happen inside and outside so ghosts would be both you know in the various cells but then they would also they'd see them around the yard okay so, in the like rec area yeah like still so still in prison still like right, not right. like not in the free like land the around walls of the prison yeah but getting prison ghost swall 
Exactly. That's what's up. So there was one guard. So I I found this website and it was great because he was telling a bunch of different stories that he heard or he experienced himself. So I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. Firsthand accounts of this stuff. So this is the thing that happened to this one particular guard. So he and his buddy were, or his, you know, guard mate. His guard buddy. Guard buddy. Yeah. They were um, in one section. Now, this is such a dick thing for them to do. So they were in one rec room. What they were doing is getting paper plates that they would then like scatter among the yard because they knew that pissed off the prisoners when their yard was dirty. So what they would do is overnight during the night watch, they would go into the rec room or whatever room they would grab the paper plates and then they would just throw them out the window in the yard because the prisoners don't like litter because they didn't want litter and they knew that pissed them off. So they were just like, well, well, we're going to look. I don't mind killing people. I don't mind raping people. But these litter bugs, I just can't stand. I, just I can't stand, stand for it. Look, can you put this in the recycle? This is paper. But this they, can be composted. So they were just so irresponsible. That was their plan: was to be in the rec room, grab a bunch of paper plates, distribute them among the yard, piss off the That's inmates. A weird dick thing to do. It's such a dick thing to do. But so, weird. While they were doing that weird dick maneuver, they got a call from the control room, being like, "Hey, there's somebody outside. Can you go?" F- Figure out what this is. And they're like, cool, we were about to go outside to throw some paper plates around. Yeah, so we'll do it. So they went outside and as they were rounding the corner, the guard in the control tower was like, he's right there. He's right there. And they're like, dude, who's right there? No one's here. And they said as they were standing, as he's like, it's right there. They felt very uncomfortable in the space. But they're like, dude, no one's here. No one's here. And they're like, just a general feeling of uneasiness. Very, yeah, like uneasy feeling. Just felt icky. They felt gross. So when they went back up to the control tower, you could see a full, like uh, an actual, it wasn't just a mist shape. It was more fully formed. Like a human shape. You could see see on the camera. That's what you could see on the camera. That's what you could see. You could see a green cloud of stink. <laughs> they could see a Mexican food. <laughs> of Mexican food. They could see a solid form on camera. Cool. And so they were like, but we didn't see anybody out there, but on the camera, they could see that. And so he they, said, they walked out, they felt uneasy. They and they, they were being told out. there they was somebody the there. Other people were like, nah, dude, there's someone. He's right next to you. He's right there. The call is coming from inside, inside the, the house. house. He's right in front of you. <laughs> don't you fucking see him? And he's like, no, I don't see anybody. Goes back up to the control tower. He sees him. He goes, no, there was no one there. Oh, that's cool. I know. That's cool. And it was so, like a humany shape. It was a humany shape. There was like, and they don't know who that ghost was. They don't because it, there was so many. There were about forty ish, like I said, forty ish executions there. Yeah. But then various people would also die in the jail. Yeah, and they, they, death happens. Death happens. Um, so they didn't. They don't really know who any of the ghosts are, except the um, the, the governor. One, the governor. Uh, they didn't feel like he was angry or anything. They just felt like uneasy, uneasy. to be around yeah. him. Yeah, they were just kind of like what what is happening like i feel a little weird like this yeah. is not the best um so yeah that is the story of the adelaide jail now it closed in 1988 it is now a museum yeah and the museum itself um hosts ghost tours twilight tours paranormal workshops and history tours paranormal so they, workshops work your shit out with the paranormal <laughs> they really bring your ghosts you guys will talk it out you'll hit each other with foam baths it'll be sick. how do we be a better but ghost they, you go home happy but they really really embrace the ghostiness of the whole i like jail. that i what like works when for me as a ghost is i walk up behind and go i'm a ghost <laughs> works <laughs> done 
good thanks here is the certificate from your paranormal workshop <laughs> go home here's some exercises to practice at home with you and your ghost I'll take those. I'll take that under advisement. I, I handed him imaginary papers, and, then and he took which, the imaginary which took, papers. Let's which be he took. clear. I took the imaginary paper. Yeah, that was a yes and moment. <laughs> so <laughs> that brings it's like me like the UCB. That brings me to the beer that has messed oh up my the God, three. It has given everyone the giggles, man. This I mine was like seven and a half. And I was like, that's pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, an 11.2. Damn. We had no idea I it was know. that powerful. I didn't know. I did just you help her it. pick this beer out? No. No. I was there when she did it because we'd just come from the gym. We had come from okay. the gym. So this is from Founders Brewing in um, honor of the founders of South Australia. Okay. The free founders who then built this jail. Um, this is Backwoods Bastard. <laughs> For That's the an excellent name. For the bastards who um, inhabit the jail. Uh-huh. Um, it is an ale aged in oak bourbon barrels, which is why it is not a chugging beer, a sipping beer, because you do get very strong bourbon Yeah, this is a drunky flavors. beer, man. This yeah. is a very, yeah, very... Yeah, I took a big, strong swig of it and and was not displeased, but surprised. Um, expect lovely warm smells of single malt scotch, oaky bourbon barrels, smoke, sweet caramel, and roasted malts, a bit of earthy spice, and a scintilla of dark fruit. I definitely get the caramelness. It's a sweeter beer, yeah. I yeah. would say. And I get the oaky bourbon. Oh, I get bourbon. Like yeah. the second I, I get sipped it, I went there. This was boozy. It almost has like a like a dark cherry sort of a flavor to mm-hmm. it. Like it has a it has a sweetness. Yes. Um yeah, the, so the, it's not the, a, it does not have a bite. It's it's a real easy and smooth. It is a it's shipping beer. Hearty. Yes. It smells incredible though. It is a very very delicious beer it is made by founders brewing company in grand rapids michigan Mm. um the the bottle actually has an old backwoodsy type bastard man so he's like an old he basically looks like gandalf he's a gandalf with an axe gandalf with an axe let me see oh god it's like it's like like if gandalf was like a like yeah it was like chopping fire if gandalf played the banjo if he played the banjo played the banjo (laughs) and that's what it looks like it looks like he's from like he got coal miner from west virginia totally who also his eyes are just solid white he has no pupils he looks like a ghost he is a scary scary man now I selected this beer because the only obvious choice was Foster's because my story took place in Australia. Yeah. And I that ref- is Australian for beer. Yeah. So I I've been told. I refuse to buy shitty, shitty beer for yeah. my story. I was like, I can't, do you I know, can't buy Foster's. Do you Foster's. know what's funny? It's because when I was looking for my beer, I was trying to find something like some sort of like the rock beer or something. I was like, what if I just make them drink Rolling Rock? <laughs> 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 and then I said, I'm not going to do that. That shitty beer. That's so Would have been funny if we came in with Rolling Rock and, and Foster's. Foster's. Well, let's just be clear, though. If you'd brought in Rolling Rock, I would have had four Rolling Rocks oh, in this yeah. thing. It's oh, your- I would have brought a 12-pack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Foster's, they only sell them in those giant, oh, fat yeah. fucking cans. Yeah. So yeah. we would have had one each. Yeah. Um. So that is... This was, this was a better choice. This 
I I've, I don't know that I ever would have picked this up for myself. This is not something I would order for myself when I go out and have a beer. Um, Me, I'm 100%. I'm happy to have had it, though. Yeah. It's delicious. It's so good. It's also real strong. Really it's one strong. of those, like, you order one for the table, everyone has a sip, and then has, a, like, a their own individual mm-hmm. beer. It's a real strong beer. If it's you real had strong. two of these, you would wake up on the floor with no pants on. Yeah. yeah I, I kind of feel a bit, woohoo, we're, right we're, about now. We're eight podcasts in so we've had you know i mean obviously we had a beer suicide and everything but we had you know essentially 16 beer this is probably the best thing we've this had is, on the show yeah this oh might good. be it's this really spectacular so this is good. a delicious beer yes i'm not so, gonna lie to you it's also it, real drunky beer though yeah, it's man. such a drunky beer it also is not cheap no it, it was four, um, a, four a four pack, pack was, was 20 dollars. bucks oh wow i'm gonna i'm but but it is it's worth it 20 dollars. Well this spent. is great yeah i i feel like the booze and brews podcast highly recommends this founders yeah. what's it called yeah. backwards bastard yep. yep it is a 2016 release find this bastard and make him your find friend. it and drink it find it and drink it yeah they put this bastard right in your mouth put, oh, put this bastard <laughs> in your mouth only put one bastard in your mouth you put yeah. two you're gonna yeah. be on the floor you're swallow this bastard down real hard yeah <laughs> anymore and you're a dirty dirty whore so <laughs> no that's fine i feel like you can have two bastards maybe three four maybe then you're a dirty whore Oh yeah, for you're Look, doing no things judgment. you don't. You're, 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 a 20, you're a twenty dollar whore. Yeah, no yeah. slut shaming here on the booze and bruise podcast. You have <laughs> no. as many bastards in you as you want. Do what you want. You can have them in the top, bottom, front, and back. So it's you do you. Yeah. So that is the. Um, this is a real good story of the I, Adelaide Jail. Yeah, I and feel, my beer. I feel like Melly definitely wins on beer this week, and I feel like my beer was good. Your my beer, beer was, was a really good. solid quarter. Um, this, however. Yeah, this might be the best beer we've had on this podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's I'd real agree. good. Although, once Melly did bring in the Stone IPA, which that's a beer that is near and dear to my heart. But I drink that. Everybody in on Southern the California, yeah. is except a- Melly, drinks that shit. Yeah, and I drank an IPA for all of you podcast listeners and my friends and husband in front of me right yeah. now, friend. Yeah, husband. It's cool. I'll be two friends. You can be multiple friends. You're all my friends. That's why <laughs> she's like, there's four of you right now. I've pounded this I've beer. I've yeah. had a lot of beer. This this will turn a group of three friends into 12. 12. Yeah. Easy. This yeah, is this delicious. is a real... And and we, like, our, the monk beer we had on a previous podcast was like a 10%. Yep. This is, I and, think, the strongest and, and we've had. It was a smooth drinking beer. This tastes like it's 11%. Yeah. This, I think, is the strongest beer we've had. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that feels like a You're challenge welcome, for next America. week. Oh. Challenge accepted. Next week, I'm going to be like, my beer this week is a bottle of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> no, next week, we have our guest. Oh, that's right. Mm. So next week spoiler on the Spoiler alert. Podcast, next week, we're going to have a guest. Spoiler, we're going to have Hopefully. a guest. Hopefully. She better show up. Hopefully. <laughs> I will drive to her house and like drag her into my yeah. car. Um, so we may... We should have a guest yeah. next oh, week, which will be fun. It will be a slightly different version of... Um, well, and I feel like next week... So we're, we're working out the details, but I do feel like next week we will have had three beers. Yeah. Which oh, will boy. probably be a little bit like this week. The because between my beer and your beer, it was like we had three beers. Yeah. The story next week is going to be amazing. <laughs> in that so the good. third person to tell it's their gonna story like, is going to be slurring. I was a motherfucking ghost. Uh, <laughs> just, hey, you guys. There's a ghost. There's a ghost. And the ghost ghost came and the ghost is like I'm a ghost that ghost sounds scary as fuck bro ghost 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 ghost. So scary. <laughs> google it google the ghost so that or is the deep googs you guys, go in the deep googs that is a preview for next week's episode <laughs> no. if we don't have a guest next week we we'll just eat all our words we're just gonna I'm sorry 
So So is this the part of the show where I have yeah, to make so a decision? Now, now, now we turn the tables to bitch. you, Engineer Bob. So dear. Okay, so this is horse shit because, number one, I have the best beer I've ever had in my life sitting in front of me. At the same time as I had a story about a naked fat, banjo, a naked banjo, a naked banjo playing Al Capone, which and is a real solid porter, which is yeah. a solid porter. But I also have a, a story about adorable dogs who love a fat dead man. I know. He who was like lowered out the window does like by a, a bunch of drunk Australians. This is a delicious beer. Like so this, good. I think this is the best beer we've had on this podcast. I, I, I sadly, it. it Everything else has been erased. I have to give it to Melissa. This is the best beer I've ever had in my yeah, life. Yeah, it's a really it's, good beer. It's spectacular. It's a really good beer. I'm fine. I do feel like Naked Ghost of Al Capone playing the banjo in the shower is a solid it offering. Is a no, no, no. Solid. For the solid podcast. offering. Yes. The I beer offer that one, up to the I podcast. Like I, 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 you can't. I'm not going to take know, anything away no, from the story that you told. It was no. beautiful. What did you say before? It's a game of inches. It was a game of inches. Yeah. But, this but beer is delicious. This beer this is beer spectacular. Is Fantastic. I tasted this beer and I kind of knew I had lost. And I felt like my story was real good. Your story was amazing. And my beer was real good. Oh, yeah. But this, I, is, this is a delicious beer. That's fine. I got no I got, I True no story. I just told my story. Don't remember telling my story. That's how good of a beer it was. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to make some bad decisions and forget all about them. Yeah, Melissa's like, like, all right. Bastard. It's my turn to tell story when do we start <laughs> uh, you guys wait ready to go. so wait so now it's my turn to talk about alcatraz right now i go <laughs> yeah let's let's start over <laughs> now, so no over. but you know what it is time to tell the people about the let's, socials let's let's tell them about our social we media have a presence. lot of them you guys i'm, I'm so glad i've written you this down ca- so I she did. has a cat marker on her page where she has all of He's her instagram smiley and stuff. face cat uh funny story this uh smiley face cat marker given to me by our guest for next week Yay. she supports my love of beer and ghosts and cats um so yes so we have the socials we would love it if you have your own personal ghost story or Please. just like your favorite like hometown haunt or whatever that you know whatever sort of a ghost story you want to share with us exactly. we're happy to read them out if they're good um if they're not good, we're happy to tell you we're going to rewrite this and make it good. Um, so give us an email. Our email is boozeandbrewspodcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah, so send it our way. We're happy to, to take it. I will read the hell out of it. Yeah. I might uh, judge you. Maybe while we'll I'm read them it. at the end of the episode when we're a little Who bit knows? drunk. And we'll just be like, what the fuck? <laughs> we have questions and we don't have answers. Um, on the Instagrams, we are Booze and Brews Podcast. On the Facebooks, we are Booze and Brews. We're also now available on iTunes and Stitcher. Yes. So, so please. please rate, review, subscribe. Don't just re- subscribe. Yeah. Don't yeah. just subscribe. Also, don't I want tell to- me you have rated and reviewed. I can check that shit. That's iTunes right. is an open forum. It is. Actually so, do it. I want you to rate, review, and subscribe. The rating I, and reviewing is actually very important it's for so us. Important. It helps so us. Please. It helps us sort of move up so that other people can find us. We're happy if you like us and you tell your friends about us. That's amazing as well. Yeah. But it helps like rando strangers find us. Exactly. So please, it's please. Like, we don't care about you. We care about rando look, look, strangers. Look, about you me. and your garbage <laughs> friends, we don't care about. We want more people. What more I want. More people who aren't you. Yeah. So please. That's not true. We love you. We're very happy to get to do this for you every week. It yes. is delightful. Um, we're going to figure out. We gotta, we'll got to. we talk offline. We'll figure yeah, out some sort of a. We're going to figure out next week. Yeah. Yeah. We'll figure out next week. It'll be good. I think next week we're going to have two episodes for you. There might be two. Which would be good. Um, if you haven't already listened to our ghost nugget from last week, which was the sort of mini episode we dropped for you guys, give it a listen. It's real good. It's just us talking about our personal ghost experiences. That's right. You'll get the ghost story of... This apartment this that apartment we physically that podcast from that's right. and it's haunted story. We also let Bob tell a story yep. for the first time in Booze and Brews podcast history. Woo! 
uh, we let him have a voice and he yells at me instead of me yelling at him. So it was a nice change of pace. Nice. <laughs> now, before we move on, even with like, oh, and then also listen to our, our beer nugget. I want to say, I think I had an experience this morning where I saw somebody in the hallway. No way. Okay. We're going to do another ghost nugget soon and you'll talk about that. So save so that. Speaking put that of the haunted hallway. Yeah, I put that do, in the morgue on ice. We'll I, save that for later. I think I had something this morning. All right. So until next week, uh, thanks for listening. You Thank guys. you for listening. Cheers. Cheers.